0: PCP32. It's Savi. January 20th. <laughs> <laughs> you realize you whispered quietly before doing that, Steve? Yeah. I'm not gonna explain what that is. Uh, now I'm gonna let people know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making groans and noises? Oh my god. We didn't discuss that part. You went along with
1: it, Mike.
2: <laughs> no, no, this no, no, no. I
1: just said do this. Close. Not uh,
2: I learned might it from be you! Steve and Savi. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we can tell.
2: <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome to the Party Chat People's Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve, joined by only Xavi and Mikey today. Our fourth chair is empty. Um, oops, he had marital responsibilities. It's a yeah. rot- it's a rotating fourth chair, and also and also she had. Marital, Marital responsibility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not to my knowledge. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Well done.
2: Hi, guys. We're going to talk about some video game things and some not video game things today, which Xavi is obvious not happy about. Yes, to his chagrin. Uh, as you... I pointed like they could see it. Look at look at the notes, everyone. Yes, look at the notes. Look <laughs> at the notes look <laughs> where it says Zavi disapproves.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't, believe, he... I
2: can't believe you wrote that in there, Zavi. That's so Steve, disrespectful. That what exactly I is he? D- I don't know what you're talking of. about. Uh, Letters, I plead. The I plead, Google plead.
0: Doc has a history of the revisions and who wrote what. Show that's me. True. No, that's going to take too long.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Well, Mike, let's we, get through what he disapproves what of. Are talking
0: about Well, we're we're going to go through
1: dealing with gaming fatigue, which we're all dealing with a little bit right now. Do you like my note? And why are why are we so sad that we can't play any games? Seasonal affective disorder. Yes, yeah. seasonal affective disorder is very Effective. real. Effective, Effective. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, hey, I think it works either way. Yeah, but then it's SDD, which is not as that's much true. Nazzy. That, that's true uh, news China approves games again as Zavi informed us that China wasn't approving games for almost a year um, back on the bandwagon
0: yay and Netflix
1: says that their biggest competition isn't HBO Go it's actually Fortnite Zavi's uh, gonna talk about Bandersnatch I mean Netflix sounds like they got him <laughs> Resident Evil 2 <laughs> one shot demo I'll be talking about Looney Tunes World of Mayhem Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep um, with
2: uh, I don't I don't even want to get started. It's gonna be a four and a half hour discussion yeah, of so. Kingdom Hearts the beginning to now. Yeah.
1: 2.8. Yeah. I, that's I'm still I mad actually, about it. I huh? actually have you seen the new marketing um there's like a, a one minute article um video of like kids Talking about how they liked Kingdom Hearts, and they were like, "I was eight when it first came out, and it's like a twenty-year-old person now." And you're just like, "Wait, what?" And you're just like, "Whoa, how much life have we wasted on Kingdom Hearts?" But anyway, um, and also Too much. I saw Dragon Ball Z, Super Broly, and Zombie disapproves everyone. Just yeah, so you know, that right he now. no no, no no he approves that you're going to talk about me. it. He disapproves of disapprove me seeing it. Goes. That you've
0: allocated time on our gaming <laughs> podcast to discuss this.
1: Hey, Dragon Ball Z is very much part of this gaming zeitgeist
2: now. We it's... No, Only because excuse. Dragon Ball Fighters <laughs> came out and that's just a fighting game with a Dragon Ball Z What skin? if
1: I said that they're releasing Broly as a character and I had to go see the movie just to make sure to see how, you You'd know... You'd be lying. They don't know that. Guys, you don't know that. <laughs> now they do. <laughs> and Steve finally, finally gets to play Ace Combat 7. Alexa, play Danger Zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> with, his, with his flight stick. With his Thrust With his Thrustmaster. Thrustmaster.
0: Um, that should yeah. have a number on it. Does uh-huh. it yes, it, does, it sounds 3, incomplete, 000? right? Thrustmaster, Thrustmaster
1: 3000. Let's uh, add for, Thrustmaster 4000. 4, because it's for the 4, PS4. 4, you got you to add like 4, a couple of zeros after it yeah. to make it sound a little bit more powerful.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, remember the early Pentium processors when they used to call them like the Pentium like two, 200 to 300. I mean, look at video processors, video cards now. The numbers are stupid.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah. Exactly, exactly <laughs> uh, Steve also played Greece And Greece? Bury Me, My Love
2: Yeah So let's get right into it I didn't finish it, but like, I have some stuff to say about Yeah, me too Those games in general Let's get And also he's going to talk about Kingdom Hearts 2 with me When you Alright, so let's
1: get into it Let's get into it, let's get into it, let's get into it Where are we
2: starting? I forgot
1: <laughs> Me too, funny
0: enough <laughs> uh, We were going to start by talking about how we're all sad
2: Oh, yeah, oh. we're sad. We're, we're sad. sad. What games are you playing, Steve? None, because you're sad. That's how it was for, like, the last month Yeah. of, like, going to my PS4, picking up the controller, turning it on, getting to the dashboard, seeing what games I have installed, and what I've been previously playing, and I'm just like, I don't want to play any of these. Nope, none things. of these. I go to the library all the way on the end, scroll through all the games that are installed. I don't want to play any of these. Go to the purchase <laughs> section. All the games that aren't installed that I'm willing to, like, wait to download and then play. I don't want to play any of these Can either. Can I have an
1: addendum? And then going, hey, Mikey, I don't know what to play. What should I play? This, I don't want to play this. I don't want to play
2: this. <laughs> and then you know leaving, got a problem. leaving the PlayStation on, like that's how immediately my attention shifts. Picking up the Switch, doing the exact same thing on the Switch. Oh, God. And then being like, no. Then, and then picking up my phone, phone and going to Reddit. And then that's how <laughs> I spend, like, three hours. Play Reddit for the
1: evening. <laughs> yeah, the Reddit best game writes, of the best Go
2: on the game Reddit, stores Reddit, and be like, what yeah. can I buy that, like, I'll play? And then, like, I'll buy something. And I play it for five minutes. And I'm like, no, I didn't want to
0: play this either. Ugh, so God. I think, broadly speaking, we can call this gaming fatigue, kind of, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Can we? I mean, I don't feel like I've been playing anything so much that, like, I'm, I'm fatigued over it. I'm trying to remember what... True. That gives the impression that like, but yeah, it could be like like a delayed fatigue too. Mm, Like a fatigue that doesn't set in. It doesn't set in
0: right away. Maybe there's a better term. Yeah,
1: because I don't feel like like we came out of this you know rush holiday season. I think for the most part, the games this fall were very modest and like you know, yeah, you know like some. uh, I'm trying to remember the last like glut of games. Actually, you know what this
2: is? This is post Red Dead for me. Mm. That's how long I've been in this rut of I don't know what to play. Mm. Like, Red Dead came out. We're not in in that club. club. We both hated Red Dead, so. (laughs) I didn't didn't like Red Dead either. But she played it. Begrudgingly.
0: Begrudgingly. I I tried to, like... I actually booted it up this this past week, and I... So, the previous couple times I booted it up, I tried to do this mission where you rescued this dude in Blackwater. Yeah. And... I missed the place where I was supposed to go, where my fellow dudes were. That like starts the mission up, at where you follow them as they as they escort the guy. And I just tried to run into the town. Yeah. And like kept getting killed. And I was like, this is stupid. This seems very impossible. I didn't I didn't realize that you actually had to like meet up with these dudes. So finally, I did that by accident, which I was just kind of like, wow, this game sucks at guiding you to where it wants you to go. And then I did the whole little horse ride to where you're about to cross the river and then you have to sneak through to like get the guy and they were like let's be quiet about this and I was like eh, fuck you game so I went up and I just started shooting people but then the game was like no that's not the way we want you to do it so I got a mission failed and then I restarted and I was all the way back from before the horse and ride then you just turned off and the I game. had to yeah. like watch all that stuff and I turned off the game
2: So you already like went on and on and on I was just trying to like get my thought in <laughs> 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 My thing with it was it got so many awards, right? So many awards, so much acclaim. And I was like, I got to get to the part where the acclaim kicks in. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's why I begrudgingly played it. I could never get there. Exactly. I could never get to the point where I was like,
0: oh, I get it now. <laughs> I'm still just like, yeah, it's all the way over there. And after. I don't want to run there. Uh, after I had that irritating ordeal, I just went on YouTube and watched a video where someone explained the entire story to me. And I was like. Yeah, this isn't worth it. I, d- I cannot imagine a version of this story being told where I give a shit. Oh,
2: yeah. so you're saying I should just watch that instead? Yeah, yeah actually, because well, I can't get to the freaking part where it gets good.
0: It was really it's funny all though.
2: the way over there, yeah. and I don't want to ride my horse that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's like there's like one or two bits that I saw where I was just like, okay, I can see how that might be an interesting scene. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's surrounded with like nonsense. Like, well, like an interesting scene in terms of like Arthur being like. I lived a terrible life, blah blah blah, and then it's like, meanwhile, the entire game is like doing terrible shit.
2: Or a scene of Arthur skinning a rabbit. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's just funny gameplay the whole time. Yeah. Enough with that <laughs> fucking game. God, I feel like we can bitch about that game for hours. I know, right? But wow. I'm
2: that's that's where my that's my fatigue kind of set in. in. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I think it was coming off of things like God of War. That was that was uh, mm. took up a lot of time, right? Spider Man was there, Man. took a lot of time. Like, there was a lot of games that took up a lot of time, and I think. After By the time Red Dead came around, I was just like, I'm not ready for another commitment like
0: this. Yeah. I just yeah. want my short flings. For me, it started with Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I think. Hmm. Shadow of Tomb Raider was the first game that I was starting to get through where I was like, this is good, but also, eh. Oh, man. My, my, the flash
2: flood is coming. Yeah, flash yeah. flood. Your yeah. frying pan is getting full. Do you
0: think we just had maybe a lot of
1: expected games that fell short for us personally in a
2: sense of like... Do you think... Oh, that's a yeah, good question. Do you think like, it's a hype issue? Yeah, Do you think you get like, hyped up for you're, you're something you're and then it comes Raider, out and it doesn't live up to you're it? You're
1: talking about yeah. Red Dead. Hi. You're talking about all these games that I think that we were... and Okay, not let's not even be that dramatic. Just like anticipation. So like we were both anticipating Tomb Raider. I was Raider. anticipating yeah. Tomb Raider. I was excited for that. I was anticipating Red Dead. That's I was hype. Like, overly ex I
0: hype. On the face hype, of it,
2: that's hype for a game.
0: It is... Sh- Yes-ish. I don't know. Maybe it's a matter of degree, but... Yeah. um, So I was actively not... Like, I'm not surprised that I didn't like Red Dead 2. I literally... The only reason I picked up Red Dead 2 was I was like, this game's going to make a bajillion dollars no matter what I do, Yeah, and I want to have an informed opinion about why I probably won't like this game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm not
2: kidding. I had (laughs) such high hopes for it because, like, I loved the first one, and I'm like, cowboys, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? But I don't know. I just got into it, and I think maybe just tried to do too much... Mm-hmm. And, and 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 but did that but did itself. this like
1: affect
2: basically the rest of
1: the fall because I think like me not really being into Tomb Raider then me not really being into Red Dead and then like mm-hmm. I think there was probably another game I was just like I, I'm not getting what I, I need
0: from this I'm yeah. looking for so, like
1: smaller experiences I think, that I can get positive yeah positive I think that's, that's
0: what positive. it is that's reaching towards mm-hmm. what I what I've been feeling as far as like my need for smaller experiences yeah and when I. When I have hopped back into the Tomb Raider, there's a certain, like, inability compared to a TV show, let's say, to just jump back in. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, I was in the middle of this tomb, and then she just starts talking and about... And you got to remember the, the, the story. And all this yeah. shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying, lady? And then I make it back to the town, and she's like, i got to go talk to so-and-so. And I'm mm-hmm. like, who was that again? Uh-huh. So, like... You know, you jump into a a, a show that you haven't seen in a while, oftentimes there's the previously on, Yeah. Or you go to the previous episode and you, like, scan through it and you look at the thumbnails and you're like, oh, yeah, that's what was happening, right? Do you think it's an issue of, like,
2: downtime between intense gameplay sessions of a game?
0: That's part of it.
2: Like, where they they take that spaced area between, like, two intense pivotal moments and it's, like, just story pacing and it's just sort of like, here's a bunch of exposition we're going to throw at you.
0: So I think that's Mm. part of it. I also just think, though, that, like with to to get a satisfying chunk of of like narrative thrust, for lack of a better way of putting it, uh in Shadow and the Tomb Raider, like A, I don't know how long I'm gonna have to play because it might you know next thing might be a half hour away. That's true. Next thing might be two hours away. But also your
1: and also your pacing. A TV show goes, it's not under your control. Exactly. So
2: in in the sense of pacing, I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh uh, I was playing it last week. Right? <laughs> The first three hours of the game you spend as Roxas is so boring. It's stupid. Yep, and stupid. It's three hours, and that was me skipping through a majority of the longer cutscenes. <laughs> well, I told you, Steve,
1: I actually made a save file on my PlayStation Two of whenever I wanted to go back. I literally would <laughs> right like the- this is the end of Roxas, and whenever I wanted to start Kingdom Hearts 2 again, I had
2: such a much better experience of just like because I was not doing that. I was sitting there playing the game, and I'm like, oh my god, that's right. I have to do the Roxas stuff. Okay, Roxas. <laughs> oh. Wait, we're still being.
1: Wait, what was the name Wait, of the, we're thing? Still being Roxy- struggle okay. the struggle battle? Struggle battle. The whole
2: struggle <laughs> tournament you have to do, and then you, Roxas has to go and like find the. He has to get to the mansion oh, what's at the some word point. They but can't then say? they gotta go find the. They got to go find the seven wonders of Sunset Village yes. or whatever. And oh my, he we God. were on Party Chat
1: when he was oh, just suffering through this. What's the thing they kept on? It was like, yeah, we got to find that.
2: Yeah, it was just a blank. Oh, I was reading him all the dialogue, but in <laughs> different voices. Because when whenever a JRPG does that we thing,
0: together. Yeah. Whenever the
2: JRPG does that thing of like they have the dialogue, but there's no voice acting to it. I and like to add the like, voice acting myself. Yeah, you're
0: like my drunk dad.
2: Yeah. Basically that's what I was doing So I had different voices For that a bunch of the sound characters like my dad Is
0: drunk all the time <laughs> One time when my dad got drunk He did voiceovers To all my RPG
2: characters It was great So I was reading it And they could They were like They couldn't say the word Photograph or something like that and oh, like, yeah Our and it'll are go, gone And it would go
1: And it would do like The TV fuzzy thing oh, No funny. it doesn't
2: even do that anymore Oh it doesn't It's oh. just blank It's just Our are gone <laughs> And then they're like But even the word Is gone <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the best part. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, oh god, this is torture. And I remember saving after the first point where Sora comes out,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it was like the little timer on the save thing it was like three, three hours, hours. twenty two minutes, and I was like, yeah,
0: it's 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 kind of indicative <coughs> of like how a lot of games have not grown out of this uh, this like demand for your time. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the part of the disconnect for me is that a lot of time Red Dead's a good example. Um, There are other games that are good examples, too. There's a huge disconnect between the people who write about this stuff professionally and the, you know, people who have jobs that are not gaming-related. Yeah. Where, like, they're like, oh, it's great. I can sink my time into this for for hours at a time and blah, blah, blah. And it's such a cool experience. And it's just like, oh, right. But, like, that's, like, a serious privilege. And I think that there's an interesting disconnect in terms of these people having an assumption that you can play a game for three or four hours a day and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. The people
2: who review games for a living mm-hmm. and then the people who are just like regular people ha- that have a job and want to come home and play video games after work. I don't know. I think when you look at the podcast first, there's such
1: a wide variety of people that step into the space, i.e. us, who are regular people and, you know, oftentimes you just be like, oh yeah, you know, it was a rough work week. I didn't really get to play games or if I did, you know, I got into my comfort game like a Rocket League or a, a, a Fortnite or whatever and they, and you know, they'll just say like, you know, I didn't really get a chance to dig into anything because I wanted to really dedicate time to something that I knew I was going to be into. Sure. So I think that's. I think we've gotten a wide variety that, of experiences. Let me, let me ask you a question. Well,
0: you listen to, to more than I do. Let yeah. me
2: ask you a question. Every week we come onto this podcast. Every week or so, we come onto this <laughs> podcast, and we all have different games on our. What have you played this week? Do you find yourself finishing a majority of those games?
0: No. Um,
2: Because I don't finish games as much as I used to anymore For sure So It's so funny you
1: ask that question Do we finish games but then also Let's think about the types of games that are released Are these games that are finishable
0: Think about some like, games which have a like, like think about of the game. Okay, I
1: have Looney Tunes. I have okay. well, a
2: large, yes, a large. I'm not finishing Dragon Ball Z Super. I'm still watching it, even <laughs> as we speak. A large portion of the games that I that I tend to play tend to be like single player focused or have some sort of narrative to them, where right, like right. there's a finite story. Yeah, and most of the time I'm not finishing those games.
0: I, okay, true. Sure. Like there, I have a lot of games that I don't finish. That is true. I wouldn't say that that's any different from before we started doing the podcast, but the the problem that I see there has to do with a lot of games just not holding my attention and the narrative yeah. not being what's actually. Well, what I think the, the the for. narrative
2: and the gameplay flow.
0: Yeah. Mm. You know?
2: Those two things, if they don't hook you in a certain way and, and like keep you attached to the game, but
0: it's also a matter it's of how, easy to how, how does it slide into your life? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the games that are like supremely popular in the general public nowadays, you're talking about like Fortnite and Destiny and and things that that really some do allow stuff. you to play for 20 minutes <coughs> in a satisfying way. But also games Someone that play perpetuity. in perpetuity. Yeah. But like that is an important thing for these people to realize. Like Coming home and being like, oh, there's a new episode uh, of True Detective out. I, I know that I can invest one hour into that and get something of some kind of satisfaction <laughs> level. Yeah. Gaming is tricky because you can't design a narrative and know exactly how long someone's going to be playing for. Mm-hmm. But... There is, like, I could, for example, say that Devil May Cry three is a game that I know you can play one level of that probably within an hour, and you'll have a nice intro cutscene and a nice outro cutscene. Has a
2: nice start-stop, mm-hmm. a nice like even place to start and stop. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, a lot of games do don't have that either, especially because games they don't where end that, and especially <laughs> games where like the way it saves, does it only auto save? Does it have like manual saving? Like, how... You just reminded me. Please remind
1: me to save Mega Man 11. Because it does Yeah, Save. save.
0: Don't forget to save. That's (laughs) trash. But I was happy, for example, the last time I picked up Tomb Raider that I got, like done with this one particular dungeon and, like, I kind of, sh- like, struggled through it in the sense that I was like, what the fuck's going on again? But I got back to the town and I could see that this was, like, a hub moment where I was like, oh, from here I'll be able to do mm-hmm. side quests or main quests or whatever. And I was like, this is a good place to stop and next time I feel, like, into it and inspired to go into it, I think I'll be able to jump into it and be like, I'll do whatever I want and actually have, like, a satisfying episode kind of mm. experience.
1: So, in a sense, you think it's there, um maybe... Creators are giving us more freedom to create our own pacing and spacing.
0: Well, what's the biggest trend in action adventure? Like, is everything's fucking open world, right? Hmm. Everything semi open world or fully open world. That's a lot of like the big titles that are coming out and. Few games are doing it in a way that feels respectful. It's interesting to compare and contrast. I think that one of the surprising things about Zelda is part, probably in part because they were designing it for the Switch and the mobility of it. But that game actually feels like a game that you can jump into for like a, like a train ride and be like, okay, I did a few things.
2: That feels like the pacing is really well, but I think it's also because they don't really direct you to anything. Yeah. Like yeah. as soon as you finish it, so like go, like go, kill, go kill Ganon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like that's a whole world for you to do stuff with. Hmm. but then there's games like spider-man was came out right spider-man i think was a good open world game oh, because i don't think pacing. there was too much to do there yeah yeah I did, it didn't feel overwhelming yeah. yeah as opposed to games like what do i think there's another open world game this Red year Dead. that, that <laughs> had so much in it that it was so overwhelming mm-hmm. um oh assassin's creed oh god odyssey, odyssey. looking at the map and just how much was going on i was like
1: <laughs> there's paralysis of, of choice yeah. it was just like you just look at the map and the icons and you're like
2: I, I, yeah, that's literally when I else. feel like I, that's when I knew I was going to stop playing the game. Mm. I opened the map and I saw how much there was to do. And I was like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And that could be a turnoff in itself. For oh, sure. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think through some of the games that I know that I want in on some level to like play through and finish. Right. Mm-hmm. The Witcher so, three. Uh, God, good luck with that. No, uh, I, I want to I want to find a time to, to continue playing Resident Evil Seven because I really enjoyed the, the hours I, that I put into that. I was
2: gonna buy it because you talked so. about it and I heard that the VR experience is really good too.
0: Mm. Word, um, but
2: I'm also VR. really bad at horror games. <laughs> mm. He's scary. I told you about my Outlast experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit under the freaking And then turn off, off the game for the- <laughs> Yeah yeah uh, that's the wind condition yeah the
0: wind <laughs> condition is, and then i stayed here forever um, <laughs> and then my i stayed own, here until i, I died. wanted to, i, I wanted society.
1: to have ask a refocusing question just because of sad um <laughs> how much do you think because we're in the northeast for all who didn't know how much do you think the weather is actually you know contributing to this like before the podcast Steve mentioned but the like, weather hasn't know, been that crazy
2: no 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 but like
1: our time and it's the it's, amount it's, of it's, sun that's well out, yeah like, that you know that has
2: affected affected it too I think because like when you get home if you work like a nine to five by five o'clock that's sun is setting yeah you get home it's dark it's dark and when it's dark it feels like there's no time left to do anything in the day yeah but then when you think about it when we come home in the summer and the sun is still way up high in the sky and you still got a few more hours of daylight you feel like oh this I got so yeah. much time to do stuff when in reality the time hasn't changed at all
0: I wouldn't say that the sun is is my is my litmus test for daylight. that but I nonetheless yeah, no, that doesn't matter. But, me too much, physi- but I mean, physiologically, things in your body change yeah, when there's no have sun that out. To some yeah, And I will say <laughs> that, like, subconsciously. When I, when I think about Resident Evil 7, when I think about uh, Shadow Wars, another game that uh, I think could be fun to try to. that I've had fun with, and that, like, I could not I tried continue, going back, it's not. But I don't care about the story. It
2: doesn't, it per doesn't per do anything.
0: Yeah. Um, when I think about uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, like, part of what's going on there in my certain, like, Resistance to like Booting them up and, and really playing them Even though I might have An hour or two uh, Is definitely a thing Where I'm like Eh I want to do something safe I want to do something more Like mm-hmm. comforting or relaxing And so Rocket League or uh, Something along that See, I You want to get the most
1: Bang
2: for your buck Like you, you want a it's, Guaranteed it's experience That's going to that. sort of Give you you need I don't have a need. safe game To play I don't have a game Where I feel like I can open this up And confidently play it For 20 minutes And feel like I didn't Waste my time mm. Mm. There's no game, and I've gone through my library so many times looking for a game where I'm like, "How would I, I feel Destiny if I played?" Destiny Two would, would d- be for me if there's if there's people on that
1: I but like. But I tried, I tried with, with you. you. got
0: a.
2: You were on Steve, but you
1: didn't really message me. I saw when you were on. I was with our friend. I was like, Moose is on. We should invite her. You didn't invite me though. <laughs> I was getting off soon, and I was like, "You should invite. You should invite Moose. <laughs> you should invite Moose." When you came on, I was already like about to be done. So Clearly, he hates you. Yeah, no, but that you.
2: when I think of how I used to play Destiny, that's what I used to do. I used to go in and do what I needed to do but on my own. But we always basis. had at
1: least three or four people on to like sort of join. You know, what, you know what
2: I think the other thing is, is the lack of the party chats that have been happening too. Because yeah, I associate a lot of Destiny with, um, while I was playing social, Destiny, I didn't have to pay attention to anything that was going on in the game. Yeah. When it's just you in the game, you're like, this is boring. Yeah. But when it's me playing the game and taking the boredom from the game and associating it with the social aspect of the party chat, yeah. it was more fun. Because at least we had stuff to talk about, too. Yeah. Because Destiny, I can play on autopilot. That's another
0: way you can find yourself in a hole is when you have a certain uh, social practice.
1: Yes. A regular
0: practice. And then for one reason or another, it kind of breaks down. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that happen with my PC gaming buddies where there was was a good chunk of time where we were, like, rotating the game once in a while. We played... the, what was that game with the serial killer thing, the one versus many? Dead by Daylight? Yeah, Dead by Daylight. We played We played Rocket League for sure. We played Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> and we had like a semi-regular practice. And then I just kind of, I felt of like doing that. And then it's just like, oh, what do I do now? Like, what do I yeah. play now? Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, maybe it's that's weird to think about because like we used to have practice. like
2: consistently like five to six people on in party chat. Now it's yeah. like if we get two to three... And a party chat going at all,
1: and and we are all playing the same game. Now we're not, so I kind of I see where you're coming from. But I think
2: that's where like the division two is going to bring that back. Anthem will probably bring that back. Yeah, but it's it's that missing social experience in 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 a game where like if I'm just playing it by myself, I'm like (laughs) I'll fall asleep (laughs) instead. That will be more fun (laughs) As, as just like
1: sort of like a like a um to sort of like observe like human behavior. It's so funny how. I think at the root of this conversation, like our social situations around gaming has changed, which is affecting our gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fun, which is which is ironic given oh. what they used to say about gamers of like no you, know oh, you guys doing? are in the basement playing by yourself and it's just like <laughs> sort of like if nobody's on, I kinda Please, don't want to play. Yeah, that's
0: classic old people shit. Every time that any time that anyone in the last like Five years has complained about how kids nowadays with the technology are being so asocial i'm like they're literally on their phones being social, being with social because you won't let them outside because you're scared of like random exactly you know what i have like been doing? Off.
2: <laughs> watching star trek the next generation <laughs> that's what i've been doing that's been your comfort that's day. my comfort
0: uh-huh that, that that Star Trek game fucked
2: you up, huh? Yeah, yeah, I really did.
0: You were yeah. like fire torpedoes, to... and like instead of
1: doing, I I, I was in a party chat with them. It, them. it was quite interesting to
2: listen. burden came into the party chat and he's like, he starts laughing. He's well, like, "You yeah, guys are such Star nerds." And yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like, like, I was in guys, there, too. Yeah, he was like, it you was guys just like
1: phrases ready, phrases ready, boosters, boosters.
2: Got the boosters dropped. Yeah, boosters.
1: And I was just like, "What?
2: Fuck!" It's cool. It's pretty like immersive. Yeah, I've got to still got to check the crossplay to see if we can get you. Yeah. Because uh, we do need a fourth chair for the engineering. Sweet, but um, don't you have to have VR? Or it has a
0: crossplay yeah. it component might have cross-play for Oculus. It has Sweet. a
2: crossplay component in there, and I don't know
0: how it works. The only thing is, we'd have to figure out how to like do voice chat because I can't join. Oh, party crossplay
1: chat different system. Yeah, that's what. You mean. Yeah. Okay. I was, well, it says
0: crossplay.
2: Okay. And I'm assuming that that means with other VR systems. That makes sense. Gotcha. Because you
0: have limited audience on all of those. So that makes like a, that's like an obvious case where I can imagine a platform <laughs> holder as being like, yeah, sure, we'll yeah. allow it. No questions asked. The
2: only weird thing about that game is flying the ship because instead of like a joystick or anything, it's just like a little pad that's got like a big circle and you're just like,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, most games suck at making space uh, yeah. traversal interesting. Whatever,
2: I have my Thrustmaster Flight Stick to play Elite Dangerous, so. <laughs> right,
0: cool. Well, I think
1: we can wrap this up. Um, we'll, we're beating our sads. Beating we're almost Well, Well, it. now
2: I'm back into playing a game, so, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it I, feels beat. And I feel like with um, Division 2, Anthem, and Kingdom Hearts on the horizon, yeah, maybe it'll rekindle like, the stuff I'm looking for. And it's a nice... Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. It's a it's broad a range buzz. of stuff coming out, like from a flight sim to a JRPG to... a yeah. um, Horror co-op. game. Co-op experience what, what would you call A uh, looter shooter Situation uh, what, Like Anthem? Division Yeah Anthem. yeah yeah Like yeah, looter, looter shooters, shooters and, To looter shooters and, and, and horror So like you have a good Wide range of stuff Coming out within The next few weeks Sekiro
1: Oh yes yeah, When is that coming out End of February. Remember the day all games are coming out, like February twenty second or something. Every single game is coming out. But E like National February Video 22nd. Game Day. Wait, is it February twenty second? But wait, the other February twenty. Okay, I guess everything's coming mm. out February twenty
2: second. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all but right. But hopefully, I'm on the back end of it, and let's see if, if that changes. Speaking
1: of games coming out, China. China says games could come out again.
2: Yeah, yay! China,
1: says, I why do tee up the story for
2: us to our Chinese audience? Sure.
0: Congratulations on getting games again. They're very <laughs> happy for on you. Us not being filtered by the Great Firewall. Uh huh. If they're listening to us in China, <laughs> so uh, the
2: Great yeah, fire so Firewall. Apparently, I got it.
0: This one kind of surprised. <laughs> this one kind of surprised me. I didn't hear about this, and I don't think it sounded like you guys hadn't either. But
2: it didn't make March any like of last year. I don't think it made any waves. Yeah. In like the the gaming. Journalism
0: circles, yeah. Yeah. Nah. but uh, so so March of last year, China apparently stopped approving games because everything has to be approved over there That's mm-hmm. China, and basically uh, they they started letting like some games out now. They approved eighty new games uh, and. Yeah, I just think this is an interesting, like, thing for us to talk about, so...
2: I wonder how far that's pushed back their libraries. If they've just approved, like, 80 new games, like, are they getting (laughs) current stuff? Do they get current stuff? Well, their
0: market is... It it sounds like their market is very different from ours. Like, what succeeds there and what succeeds elsewhere does Mm -hmm. not have the most immediate overlap, I think, Mm -hmm. to some extent. I I remember,
2: like, World of Warcraft being huge over there, and... Sure, they game. also
0: have like Their own versions Of that stuff Yeah um, They make their own stuff but, uh, but one thing That was interesting As part of this Was that uh, Tencent n- None of those 80 games That were approved Were actually Tencent games Which is a huge Chinese company That has, mm-hmm. owns Epic uh, Or owns like A majority in Epic, A majority of Epic um, Has stock and blue- in And blue Hole. Uh, the PUBG guys. Cause remember, yeah, they were suing each other, yeah, which was, I always found funny. Which is funny. <laughs> the companies so suing itself. They have they have stock in, in that in PUBG. They have, um, they're they're all over the place. They yeah. they, have, they have, they're like one of the biggest owners of in, yeah. within the gaming industry. Period. Yeah. They have little stakes in a lot of companies, mm-hmm. and they make their own stuff too, particularly on mobile. Um, but I just uh, it's I think it's fascinating because a they they just they, they they've censored games both from coming out and also had to like force people to change certain kind of um, aspects of games here and there. And a lot of it is just like like some some of the some of the messages behind the bands are like a little bit funny to me, where like Hearts of Iron was was banned because it was just like this this threatens our national security. <laughs> and it's just like, what? And it was like basically something in the in the story that that like made China look bad. And so they were like, this this game threatens our national security. So sure, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Well, yeah, me. naturally, yeah, naturally, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's just it's just interesting to consider. Like, it's a huge market that a lot of times people uh, you might hear some stories about how like movies in particular uh, they, they'll they'll look at China as like this huge secondary market, and it turns out that movies will also get changed for for China here and there. But when it comes to games, you just you're they're, they're able to have this ban on releasing new games for so long uh Mm -hmm. and that included like mobile games and and everything and i i wanted to to open it up as far as like like we we've heard the stories of games not being released in australia because they got an ao from their review board and we know that that can be like the
1: well the equivalent equivalent of an ao
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's probably not an ao yeah but um we we've heard of like censorship like here and there in the states or whatever. I think it's kind of alarming and and strange that it's so viewed over there as like like this is normal that they can just ban and and some of their reasoning aside from like that one case that I mentioned about you know <clears throat> national security which makes me laugh, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is actually that they that they that they actually perceive a, a gaming addiction problem, that was actually a big part of the reason that they went ahead with that. That and of all things, like nearsightedness, they were they were like people. This is affecting people's vision, so like they were viewing this as like a a, a health crisis, mm-hmm. and that's why they. Uh, that's part of the reasoning. How of, they could probably they push that.
1: push things. Yeah,
0: and I just find that fascinating. Partly because no good evidence for yeah that being a thing. Like they can also you know they, they still have their phones. They're st- they could still watch Netflix all fucking day. And possibly affect their eyes in, in a very similar fashion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much of this is just like a weird <coughs> excuse, but some of it is 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 interesting in the way it's perceived as far as like this this gaming addiction problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of of all things, I I actually think it's kind of funny that one of the um, one of the things that they talked about as like an excuse for why. People are spending so many. You know, young men are playing so many, so many games or whatever. Is literally that they there aren't enough women to date. I thought that was kind of. <laughs> Which <laughs> well, is because you know the whole China. Sin- isn't that isn't that what Japan was
2: going through for a while?
0: Everyone was like no, sort no, of just. Well, like, Mikey said, no, Japan, Japanese just don't want to date each other. He He away needs to stop America.
2: walking away he, while he's, he's saying things. He this has away. happened for like the past three episodes. <laughs> He'll walk away while saying something. I can't hear like...
0: you, Mikey. <laughs> so, yeah, but I remember
2: reading, I was reading the Aziz Ansari book, and, and he talked about that, how like there was like a dating crisis in Japan.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's, I, I don't think they have the same uh, gender ratio problem. But I'm yeah, not
2: saying they do. The I just think it's an interesting like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, and it's,
2: because I feel like that's happening here in the States, too. Like people are becoming more um, introverted.
0: I don't I wouldn't say that. I would say that uh, games are becoming a fantastic way of like grabbing our attention because it's satisfying on a certain level that like keeps us uh, safe and and like so introverted scary.
2: safe huh safe yeah keep people are scary so introverted
0: no 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 introverted no that's crazy introverted <laughs> to me has to do with like if you if you go to a party are you like energized or are you like deflated and, and drained by it but anyway, let's not get into the semantics of that. Fine, <laughs> I'll give you that one. Introverted. Yes, but
2: I wanted to, to win. To, that's <laughs> all I want to do is I want to win.
0: <laughs> all I do is win. win, win, win that's win. all I want. I want to win. So, so the the um, so going back to the to the China example, it actually reminds me of the um, if you remember when we talked about and possibly did not release the episode where we talked about the, uh, world health organization. Yes. The, the who? Yes. <laughs> uh, the who? Classifying gaming addiction. And putting as, it there, um,
2: maybe. yeah. Classifying gaming addiction as a mental and, health and issue. Part
0: of, part of the, um, part of the like politics behind that people speculated was that, uh, I think it was Korea and China were, were, were like, they wanted that classification because they were perceiving this as like a problem, in like their youth of like they're playing too many games and we need to like deal with this as a health thing and I think I remember we talked about it slightly in terms of like well maybe they're doing this because there are things about the society and the world and working that sucks and because
2: I remember one of our our defining our defining points about that being the escapism the games Mm -hmm. offer yeah
0: so it's you know, a double-edged sword in some ways it but is yeah. so i think that this is like a very stark example where yeah. like china was like we have a health we have yeah like this, if you this when, health crisis when you problem.
1: squeeze like you know a, a, a community a societies mm-hmm. so much whereas their how to express themselves becomes limited yeah they're just going to do what gives them the most form of expression or like escape so like yeah it might be something along there, guys. Yeah, I'd be I'd be
0: curious to dig more into this as far as like how, what's what's what is it about uh, about that society <laughs> and culture that's that's driving you know this perceived problem, mm-hmm. and and who knows maybe it's more perception than reality. But in any case, uh, speaking of perceived problems. Speaking of perceived problems.
2: Yeah, Netflix has an issue (laughs) where they see that they 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 say that they compete with Fortnite more than they do like HBO. Or I guess other streaming services. And I think that's interesting because I think it's one of those things where you have to compete for people's time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Do people want to come home and play a battle royale or do they want to come home and watch Friends? You I don't
1: watch Friends.
2: I I like I watch a lot of I don't of want Friends. To watch friends. <laughs> if they ever take Friends off of Netflix, I'm gonna have a big problem. Friends versus Fortnite. They did? <laughs> they did take it off. Yeah. Fortnite. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Alright, well I guess I'm canceling Netflix.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't even notice until right now. Now exactly. Yeah, because okay. remember I was this in my little I was
2: in my little rut. Of, of not, not being right, able sure. to do anything. This reminds
0: me of a joke in, in Michael Che's uh, comedy special where he's just like, he's, he's talking to this lady in the crowd and he's just like, you don't give a fuck about gorillas. Like he was, he was talking about her. I remember that. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and he's just like, look, ask yourself a question. Honestly, if all gorillas vanish off the face of the earth tomorrow and it wasn't reported in the news, how long would it take you to realize that this has happened, right? So, I remember that. So that was that's great. that's my way of saying, Steve, you don't give a fuck about friends.
2: I do give a fuck about friends. They got me through really, being <laughs> sick. Rachel? They got me through being sick over the, uh, the Christmas break. Oh, okay. Okay. I got through two and a half seasons. Well, thank, we'll send, we're going to send
1: you a thank you card uh, to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and Matthew Perry. And Courtney Cox. Keep going. You might as well list all of them now. And David Schwimmer. <laughs> okay. And Matt LeBlanc. It's okay. like he's being quizzed now. And... I think. Wait, I missed Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. <mwah> Nobody cares about. Her.
0: So anyway, so the I do I do think this is interesting in the sense that, um, but I think it they're they're what what they're all competing for. What we were getting at is they're all competing time. for our attention and our time. And the good thing about
2: that is it's showing you that gaming is becoming such a more mainstream thing.
0: Mm, That's part right? of it. I mean, this I think is, it has been for a very very. Long it it time, has, but, but
2: like this is the thing to be like, oh my god, they're taking away from the one of the biggest streaming services is like. We're competing with a video game.
0: Yeah, they're perceiving it accurately.
2: Can I also say, it's funny,
1: I was just talking to a group on um, Party Chat and I, I forgot the name of the thing. But I feel like Netflix is so much bigger now. They really need to reinstate um, that thing that they had that would pick something for you. Max. Max, like Max, Max was, was awesome. Great. Max, was, Max was so good, and like we, it was so funny. It we literally, yeah, yeah, we, we all, uh, whoever was in party chat at the time, we all said the same thing of like, yeah, don't you just spend so much time choosing what you want to watch on
2: Netflix, and that yeah, takes like the, thirty minutes. It's, sucks, it's, right? it's, yeah. me, it's me going through the game store all over all again. Over again. So like I think you, you stop. When you know what you want
0: to watch, and you're just like, if it doesn't show up in those first. Three categories early on, you're just like uh, yeah. you don't want to so search so for so it. So you it. do
1: the thing where you check your PSN store, then your library, then I go to Netflix instead of going to my Switch, I go to Netflix and then I do the same thing. <laughs> and it's just like, well, there's just too much stuff and it's just I go just like,
2: I go to Netflix and you go to like the genres and you'll yeah. like scroll and you'll be like, Well, I guess I don't want to watch this <laughs> genre. Yeah. Like you're like in your head you're like, I would like to see something in this genre. Like I wanna watch a documentary, and then you go to the documentaries and it's sure. like yeah, I don't want to watch any of these.
0: Well, I think I think part of the problem, like, there, there, I think that I can think back to when I was younger, and this is not me trying to be nostalgic about it at all, because fuck that, but... You missed they, Blockbuster videos? No, not Blockbuster. <laughs> so I think that it was easier when, like, it, I, I had restricted choices, and I was just like, what's on TV? And I'd see the five channels, and I'd be like, this might all suck, but that's my favorite. I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. Actually,
2: let me jump on that, because I got the... Um, the PS4, I got the two terabyte external hard drive and the PS4 Pro with the one terabyte. So I have like a ton of games installed. And I realized that before when I didn't have those things, I had such a limited selection of games right. on my PlayStation. I was like, well, this is the one I want to play the most of the things that I have installed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We and have I, and
2: I, choice. Yeah, that's what it is. It's choice paralysis.
0: I think that's definitely true. I think that um, to some extent it would be useful if I like just... Chose a game like Shadow of the Tomb Raider and was just like, I'm not playing anything else until I like beat that, except for Yeah, like, you know, I'm kind of jealous of the of people
1: who, who rock like that because I've definitely had a, a I'm jealous friends. of the plebeians with their 500
2: yeah. gigabyte hard drives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I definitely had their friends who's like, I only play one game at a time. I'm like, what's wrong with you, you noob? What do you think about you play one game? <laughs> well, I at think a time. there is
0: such a thing. But as there like is. Uh, there, there's I like that you still that. use the they term. They play noob. the one
1: game and then they finish it and they move on. And I'm sure the guy that plays one game a year, I mean, one game at a time, probably has played and finished more games than I have in a year even though i've dipped my fingers into tons of games but well, not I really think, had any I think
0: both of those are extreme think on the one hand playing one game at a time probably yes but like that could also have you playing a game that you're just like for a whole this. year like <laughs> yeah. well maybe for a whole year but also certain games where it's just like you like you reach the end and you're just like why did i do that I, I don't oh. know. Well, some people feel, I, I feel like, like, like they s- make
1: better choices about games. The one maybe, maybe. one game per well, there's a, time this is a
2: whole community of people that are um, like doing this late to the party thing, right? Where they oh, play yeah. games on a delay so that.
0: I forgot to mute my computer.
2: (laughs) The podcast exploded. Yes.
0: That has happened before.
2: Uh Zavi hit the self-destruct button. Uh Uh-huh. Bye, guys.
1: It was nice podcasting with you.
2: Um, But no, there's these people that play, uh, yeah, they play games on, on like a certain delay where like they get the games that were the hot ticket like two years ago, but now they're on a deep sale. And they're getting that experience for a much lower price, and they have—they don't have—they have such a backlog of games that they can always go to the next big
0: thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, I get that. I think that um, I don't—I don't care too much about playing the latest and greatest when they come out. Mm-hmm. I think that it's more just about like. Having a it takes a certain amount, especially after you know a full day of work, it takes a certain amount of like build up time to get into the flow of a lot of the games that I like to get into, like Resident Evil seven I boot that up you know loading time whatever, and then I'm playing the game and then it's like what was I doing again and so on and if the answer to that is easy, if you remember what it is and you know what you got to do next, cool. You can find. You can in a rhythm. jump right into but it. But sometimes <laughs> you boot up a game and you're just like, "What the fuck was I doing again?" Mm-hmm. Like, period, right? Actually, that happened to me with Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle because I had just finished World One and I didn't know where World Two was. <laughs> and so when you boot up the game, you're at the castle. Oh right, the overworld map. You're yeah, and like the overworld. And I was like, what, "What was I up to?" And I actually went all the way through World One again, and was like, "Oh, I do remember all of this. I've done all." This. I wasted twenty minutes oh, doing shit. that. So, so the so last time I, I kind played, of
1: feel like there was something in there to reorient you though. I didn't find it. I kind of feel like there was. But I'm not saying like oh you missed something. I mean Completely if you undone. if you well, well, if you didn't find it the,
2: that's the game's fault. The fun, last right? time I played The Witcher sure. 3 was maybe like 6 months ago. Uh, so booting that yeah, up that, was like I don't know yeah. where I am. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I don't know what's supposed to be going on right now. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where we were going I think, with that. I think, we I ended think, on a weird I tangent maybe- for <laughs> Netflix competing with Fortnite. I think I think maybe we can like sort of,
1: um, think, you know, pare it down to two things. Like people need better UI designs, and we need some better onboarding systems for these things. Just so like you were saying, like you know, Max was great, and I feel like Max needs to come back because there's just more things coming on Netflix. It's not getting smaller. I feel like when, you know, the libraries are much smaller, like we didn't even need max, but max really helped. I use max all the time. And I'd be like, Oh yeah, this movie, or you found a movie that you kind of wanted to watch, but you didn't, or it was like something that was indie, but turned out to be good.
2: I would use max and then never listen to a suggestion, suggestions sometimes. <laughs> like I would just be no, like, I know, but I would it's, just be like, is this the AI? Fuck you, max.
0: But yeah. What do you
2: know, <laughs>
0: but the, we were getting at though was just in terms of like yeah everyone's competing for your time. Everyone's competing it, for it your time. And kind of feeds into the dealing with game of fatigue thing, just in a sense that like they they are competing in that sense, and and Netflix can if they could make it easier for you to be like I don't know what I want to watch, mm-hmm. then maybe they can beat Fortnite.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> figure yeah. it out, Netflix. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> also sponsor us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. Kool-Aid,
1: cool kule kule kule. All Speaking right. Speaking
2: of Netflix. Speaking, Speaking of, Netflix, of Netflix. You did a thing on Netflix this
0: week that could
2: be constituted as You are just a gaming. segue master. Look
1: at you. Just showing us, making us eat <laughs> yes, our pudding. I,
0: I played the, the interactive story <laughs> of Bandersnatch. Yeah, you can't well, really say choose well, your own title, adventure. Full title, full title. Black Mirror. Black
2: Mirror. It's funny because, like, you don't want to say choose your own adventure because they're suing Netflix.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right.
0: I feel like when poor I read Netflix that, can't I was catch like, a break. Are they doing this as like a weird, like, funny marketing thing around it? Because it feels as meta as the episode. Yeah, yeah. But, but
2: anyway. it, if you look at these two things, like Netflix can't catch a break. <laughs>
0: <That's okay. laughs> Maybe, but whatever. They're printing money. I don't give a shit. it. I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna feel sympathy for them. <laughs> the uh, so Banner Snatch was somebody they put out towards the end of the year, right? Yeah, last year. I would say it um, was like December shit came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's basically the like the. I don't know if it's the first, but it's a, you know...
2: I don't know if it, it sits in with a season of Black Mirror or if it's just, like, a standalone I think well, it's
0: a standalone every episode thing. of Black Mirror is always standalone. It's, it's standalone, you know, no, but it I it think is this is, is not... They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think yeah, this is just, not just part just, of the uh, season. It's a standalone Stand-a-long thing. It's Or something. Um, so it's basically a choose-your-own-adventure movie, movie slash TV film thing. And <laughs> it's... Uh, my, the, the long and the short of it for me is, like... Good implementation of the of like the the mechanics, like good good job solving what I'm sure are some interesting te- technical problems. It feels very seamless. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. a choice pops up, you choose between them, and it just kind of like rolls along. It does a good job. It feels yeah. nice in it, that it, regard.
2: Technically, it does a good job.
0: Yeah, it technically does a good job with that kind of stuff using the interface. Mm. Um, I'm, uh, one cool thing that's that's impressive is like Netflix can run on anything from your browser to your PS4, mm. and it you know presumably just works for all. Oh the, wow, the, you can do it on the phone. You
1: probably, I guess, you can touch the you option.
0: Probably do it on the phone too. Oh, I not touch sure. think about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So like, technically, very cool that they that they kind of pioneered this uh this interactive mass market interactive film thing. Uh, the actual content itself. I'm pretty fucking mixed on. Well, ultimately, I didn't. Like let me ask
2: it. you this: Did you ever read a Choose Your Own Adventure book? Yeah. Do you ever Control feel like 1, it, it was Spons it ones. was a great story?
0: Because yeah,
2: yeah. I I enjoyed the. You Goose don't think there's some songs. level of well, disjointedness? I don't
0: remember uh, like many of them. Because
2: I feel like maybe there's some level of 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 being such a disjointed thing because it's, it's gimmicky. Yeah, so, because so it's gonna, it's choosing your options yeah. and like not knowing what's coming and. I mean, they do a good job of if you choose like an option where like you die halfway through the movie, like they can jump back to a, a pretty good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one where I like I did something wrong. I think I chose to develop the game at the game studio.
0: I think everyone did mm-hmm. that. So
2: and it, and it like fast forwards you back to the making yeah, that yeah, choice yeah. again because mm-hmm. the game fails so hard.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: want to take it back like to my childhood. Like I remember when I was five, I used to have my dad. I used to make my dad make me read this. Disney Winnie the Pooh Choose Your Own Adventure book where you were Christopher Robin and you were going to the Thousand Acre Forest and you would choose, like, basically, Winnie, um, uh, not Eeyore. Any of them, and I would make him read it to me every night, and he would, like, <laughs> yell at me. I was, like, not yell at me, but, like, just, like, come on, Michael, you go with, you know, Piglet all the time. But it was really cool. Like, I think they were, like, you know, like, with Piglet, all I know is it ended, like, you were flying with balloons. If you went with Pooh, you ended up eating honey. If you were with Tigger, you jumped around. If you went with, like, Eeyore, you ran into a Heffalump. Remember Heffalumps?
2: Yeah, I remember Heffalumps.
1: Yeah, so it was, It was. I think they basically, were, the Goosebumps Basically, I think...
2: The, the thing for me, because I don't really remember any of the choose your own adventure books I read, but yeah. I feel like choose your own adventure is such a hard way to write a decent story because everything has to have an outcome. But think sure.
1: about fanfic. I feel like you can make a story and then go like, say, for instance, we were creating a story, Steve, right? This is our story. We made it like, you know, Zavi goes to work. He finds like an alien. Um, he transports them to a world and then he fights them and he wins, blah, blah, blah. All right, I wouldn't watch that. I'm nobody would. Okay, but let's just but let's just <laughs> indulge it, <laughs> and let's just go. Okay, this becomes a huge franchise, and then we're like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, all this fanfic comes out. Like, what if they created the story, they got people like uh, behind it, and then they were like, all right, let's make fanfic. Like, I don't. I fanfic has been good, depending on like yeah. the genre and like the well, source material. It is. I material. think what Mikey's
0: getting at is that the form does not yeah. dictate the quality. Right? How many right. times do we? I, yeah. I would say though, like as far as the old school choose your own adventures, sure. I don't remember any being particularly memorable. I think the best one was like Animorphs had one that I remember liking. Oh, Let, yeah. Let's take uh, let's
2: take a step back. Bandersnatch is the story yeah, of this kid back, who so. is uh, developing a game based on a choose your own adventure book that he loves. Yes. Um, that his mother used, mother got him or something like that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Did you? No, I don't think so.
2: Yes, that's what it is. It's we can't uh, hear
0: you, background person. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> thank you, disembodied voice. So, um, it's in her possession, that he finds, and he's like obsessed with it, and and he's and developing he, a game around it.
0: Yeah, and he's trying to develop a game that's a choose your own adventure game. It takes place in the '80s, so he's developing it for like a Commodore 64 type of console. And because like it's that. Black
2: Mirror, this Weird the background happens. of the book itself has a guy that's going crazy as he's trying to write the stories of the book,
0: <laughs> which then plays then into the on thriller
2: on. elements of the Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Yes, universe.
0: So I'm gonna get full spoilerific. Here's a warning if you haven't messed around with it. Um, Let's the... Give me some seconds. Five,
1: spoiler! 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 Three, spoiler, three, spoiler, two, spoiler!
0: Spoiler! Spoiler! All right. Okay. So... <laughs> So the um, I would say that like the ga- the the game, the story, whatever the fuck it is, it starts off being intriguing, right It starts off you, you're making meaningless choices, and it's like just teaching you the, the like how the mechanic works for that. Then you have the choice where you choose to develop it in-house at the studio or to do it at home. This was the first problem I had with the game, which is they presented that choice very poorly. I actually thought that I was choosing whether to get this game developed at all.
2: Yeah, Maybe that's what I thought. Their
0: help or not making the game at all. And I was like, okay, no is probably going to be the short circuit. Like you didn't follow your dreams story over. Cause type. the way, and, the way
2: they presented to you is like, here's this big studio. That's got like a lot of big names in it and they want to develop your game.
0: All they needed was a line right before the choice where it's just like, do you want to do it here or on your own? And I (laughs) guess maybe that would have been a slightly more awkward thing for the character to say, but nonetheless, it was confusing. You choose, I chose yes as well, right? Uh, Which is, you develop it in-house, and then you get the ending where, like, it skips forward all that time, and they're like, oh, it felt very designed by numbers, blah, 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 like, we we give the game a bad rating, and then the kid's watching it with his dad, and he's just like, let me try again.
2: So apparently what happens is... When you design the game with the company, they, like, give you, like, five months to block it out and finish it, and then they want it released on that date, which is why it flops, because it was rushed.
0: Mm. Right. And, like, I I already didn't like that for several reasons. One, the choice was confusing. Two, I, I already felt like, oh, great, we're going to have a story here where we're going to, like, celebrate the tortured artist who's, like, a an artor or whatever, and I'm going to be like, I'm probably not going to like this on that level, but... That that can annoy me, and
2: I feel like that it should have kept going from there. Okay, the game flops, and then like here's the rest of your story, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like go back and make the choice again because we're directing the experience to the yeah, right choice. It wasn't
0: even it, really; it, just just a a it was yeah, pseudo choice. But yeah. it does establish that we're gonna have like this is how we're gonna deal with um, things. Rewinding, and also Colin, who you talk to, has a couple things that he says a little differently, where he's like have I met you before? And things like that, where that starts to scratch the surface of like, oh, weird things are happening here. Yeah. Like here you have a character who seems to be, at least have some vague awareness that he's been rewound. Yeah. And that we're doing this again. Yeah. So then if you, when you choose to develop it on your own, you you go home and you start to work on the game and... Obsess over it. Yeah, obsess over it. And then it starts to, uh, what do you call it? The... It starts to introduce elements of how the little choices you're making, your character is aware of them as things that he doesn't feel like he has control over. Right. He
2: feels like the, the choices are being made for
0: him. Yeah. And that's when that was when I started to go like, oh, I can see the direction that they're going here. This is a little intriguing in terms of here you have a character and now it's, it's automatically like raising questions of agency and, and, and what am I to this guy, right? Because yeah. in, a, in a typical... Uh, choose your own adventure, or or arguably in video games, you have the choices that you're making in the game, and you might also have the character that you're playing as, and those two things might be at odds, right? Like, in Mass Effect, for example, Shepard has his own character, and yes, you have your own version of Shepard, but there, 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 there's a play between them that's, like, uh, arguably... So, so one thing that I've heard that I like is, is how that can actually add some distance from a dramatic character, right? I felt this way about Arthur Morgan in, in Red Dead, uh, and you might feel this in various other cases. If you were watching this character on screen, you might be able to be along for the ride and be critical of the character. But when you are, to some, de- to some degree, puppeteering this character, there's a certain distance of just like, oh, I'm just going to fuck around with this character because like, I'm playing, right? Like You don't feel remorse when your character dies, because it's just like, ah, whatever, try again, right? So that's one thing that it accomplishes is it starts bringing up these questions of, like, am I being moral by, like, fucking around with this dude's life? Should I make my choices to try to, like, help him out or what? then it really goes off the rails and, in my mind, becomes super self-absorbed
2: yeah. where <laughs> it
0: starts to be about, like... Like There's the meta ending where you confront him and you tell him that you are someone on Netflix. I, did you
2: do that? That yeah. was so much fun. That
0: was pretty funny. Where it's just like, he's like the end they're end not, watching me from
2: Netflix. But then yeah. it ends Netflix? at exactly the I'll wrong fight, point for me.
0: Because when, when you start doing all this stuff about like, um, when you start introducing all these like elements of like, ooh, your choices are affecting the character and there's this interplay between you and him. The next level that I think was necessary is what about the interplay between you, the viewer, Mm -hmm. and the designers of the episode? Right. Mm. And they could have gone there and they didn't. And I wish they had. Because there are parts where there's a tension where they present a certain choice and neither of of those choices feels particularly good. And there's a tension at that moment in my mind between me, the viewer, who is directing this character and a designer who's not letting me do anything nice. And I wish that they had explored that more. I think that in summary, they thought that they were doing something very, very cool and nuanced, and and having that play between the the characters. Whoops. And the and basically like they if you if you don't play video games at all, if you haven't like thought about that interplay between you as a player and the character that you are controlling in something like Spec Ops The Line or Bioshock, if you haven't been faced with these questions before, Bandersnatch might be kind of interesting. But as someone who has played those games and enjoys those kind of games in that kind of philosophical direction, my mind immediately went to that next level and they never touched it. So I think that ultimately it felt very kind of self-absorbed and just like look at us being so clever with this thing about how yeah. like, you're being a bad person for making him do this this thing and it's just like well you didn't give me a choice fuck off <clears throat> well i think so also it that's it, where it kind of lost me what's is us...
2: trying to say is watch bird box instead <laughs> i haven't seen that yet. and
1: <laughs> also it kind of no makes us um in a sense i kind of felt some gamer pride where and i fully will you know um admit like you know as far as narratives and gaming we still have a lot way to go but I feel like they were like oh this gaming thing we can do it and like actually no you kind of need to learn the same way games that's actually (laughs) a really
0: interesting point that's a good interesting point I I would say that i often have that same thing where i do think that game writing can be a little lax but yeah. this was actually a case yeah. of maybe but more it's still something
1: people. we need to learn and 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 own and like it's not a lower skill it's, So this it's is, a different this is, skill but
0: meanwhile they tried to tackle certain kind of themes about control and, and yeah. the morality of our choices and stuff in a way that i think they they felt very uh like we're doing arrogant about cool. it yeah arrogant's a good word it's yeah a so
2: what you're saying is they were trying to compete with fortnite
0: No No. No, I think I think that
1: Steve didn't pop out At the end of the episode
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that They They definitely um, They Like Like technically Good job Mm -hmm. Uh, If if they weren't Trying to be so Black mirror about it And and be like We're gonna be Super clever And have this whole thing They might have been able To do something more interesting I would like this I would like to see this format Actually be adapted to something Maybe less Meta well, I was
1: going to say, crazy. The, um, I think the uh, takeaway from this entire thing is that people like it. They don't like it for Black Mirror. They would like it for something else. They I would like it that. for something else. So, yeah, they, I think uh, the, the, it's, it's been positive And I, I think I would like it for something else, too. Because, and also, it's funny because the immediate sort of um, touch point for all of us was like, oh, what was your Choose Your Own Adventure book? Everyone goes back to Goosebumps. Sure. So it just sort of seems like a, a narrative flow of like, oh, well, you know, when I was younger, we had those goosebumps things. What, what do we have in our in our IP? Oh, we have Black Mirror. Let's sure. go and do it like that. And it's just like I feel like it would work really well, like a nice um, rom drama or even a comedy of like different comedic situations. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But,
0: so um, yeah, are you looking I, forward
1: to the next one? Not Black Mirror, but if it's if they,
0: if they do another interactive like film thing, it's. Yeah, go for it. Like, this is this is so novel, right? Mm. It's, it's entertaining if only just for that, right? It is so novel. So, yeah, keep going for it. It's just, you know, you didn't quite knock it out of the park with, with this one. Um, the last bit on... Uh, God, you guys are going nuts on gummy worms. Um, who's going... There's one gummy worm. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, the, the look on your faces was like... Someone just They're
2: going hey, Why don't you tell us About some zombie stuff No the look uh, on my face I'm addicted to gummy bears uh, The look on my face Okay fair I'll enough. own it <laughs> <laughs> He was dangling it In front of my nose All I smelled Was
0: gummy worm yeah. um, So the um, The the last thing With regard to uh, Bandesnatch Bandesnatch Um I actually think That they 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 like Towards the end They commit quite a few Like just sins of choices in games, like <laughs> that I think are dumb. Like based on certain choices, literally, like it recontextualizes entire um, the entire story. Right. So, like if you make this one choice that seems arbitrary, right, then the reality of the game's story will be that there's a government conspiracy. And that will be, like, where it goes. And then if you make this other choice, the reality of it is that this person's watching Netflix. Like, literally, the ontology that's of the world. That's where it lost me, the, go- yeah, the government conspiracy. The ontology of the world changes based on fairly arbitrary choices you make. And that's not interesting. Like, that, that immediately, for me, makes me feel like this world oh, is bullshit. All bets are off. This world is bullshit.
2: Boom. I expect so, better from Black Mirror.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, going on to uh, Zambos. 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 Um, I played the Resident Evil 2 one shot. I like how now. that's how
2: far zombies have come where people are just like Zambos, Zambos. And they're just like sort of this like cute little caricature of what they used to be.
0: <laughs> but mm. that said it
2: Sounds uh, like Resident Evil's they're, amping they're it back up again. Scary again.
0: Mm-hmm. So I played uh, the demo. It starts off with you as Leon and the um, in the just re- arriving at the police station. Yeah. So, so it it's it's gives a that it's intro It's a one shot demo, demo
2: that lasts thirty minutes and you can beat the demo. But you can't you can, play it there, again. There is an end state to the demo. Oh, okay. But, you can't, yeah, but
1: you, can't you can't play it again. Yeah, you can't play it again. again. Yeah. yeah. So, no, no, you just get what, like, you can't play it again, right? You've only played yeah, it yeah, once? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I played
0: it. it my one time. And, I, yeah. and it deleted oh. itself? Well, I don't know about deleted itself. I just didn't even try because I knew that it would It was let one me. shot. You follow. you're
2: such a rule follower. But, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I enjoyed it. I was actually surprised at one thing that let, that let me down slightly, which is that there is a targeting reticle. And a lot of the stuff that they showed during E3 was exciting to me because they didn't have a reticle. Mm. You can turn it off, but you can't turn it off and keep other parts of the HUD on. It's an all or nothing. They really need to put in, like, a lot of games have nowadays, a more customizable, like, which HUD elements do you want to turn on and off. Because, well,
2: hopefully that's the case considering it's a demo.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly mm. the kind of thing that you can work yeah. in later on. But um, I, hope that, I hope so because all of the pickups in the environment... <laughs> it feels pretty important to have the, the the HUD for that because the fidelity is quite good, like a lot of games are nowadays, so it's not immediately clear what you can pick up and what you can and what drawers you can interact with and which ones you can't. So those little, you know, just a little A icon that shows up that says that you can interact with something, <laughs> it's important. Whereas I actually kind of prefer targeting by sight and not having a reticle because it just adds tension. So, but by default you do have a reticle, so if anyone was like, I can't play this game without a reticle, you can. Um... But it was interesting because they, they, like, this is a weird remake, so they are mm. sticking to parts of the, the actual design of, like, the, the map and mm. the fire department is similar to what it actually used to be in certain kind of ways. And, like, you still have doors that, like, have the spade on them. And they're like, you need the spade key for this. And then you need the diamond key. And it's like, this is the weirdest fucking police department ever. <laughs> so they they stuck with that, right? Like, there's there's this medallion that you find. And you need to get three Man. of them for oh, a statue to open only up. Only the sergeant has in. the spade key. Hey, sergeant, yeah. can I
2: get the spade key? Raccoon so City is a weird place, it's okay? Weird.
0: But nonetheless, you have you have that weirdness, which was like quirky back in like the the you know PlayStation days. It feels weird now. like if you were playing this for the first time, I, I don't know if there'll be a justification for it. I, like I can laugh at it because I played the original. Mm-hmm. I just wonder for someone coming because like it, it would feel
2: team, like now you'd have to be like, oh, this is the uh, the evidence lockup key. Sort of yeah, situation Right exactly. Like as opposed to like Oh this Why is didn't just, a they, they, just... Have,
0: they have a key To evidence lockup
2: so, uh, But they also have The spade key But they have The spade key Like it should be What the room is it's, what's,
0: it's
1: what's interesting Is that Do you like, know What's weird, behind like, the
2: doors The spade key door What's oh, in the room
1: remember. Oh Cause I, I was like they, wouldn't they, Couldn't they just call What is in that room What kind of room well, That's
0: supposed yeah. to be Is it a janitor's closet it is Spades Let's be clear What it is Is they took The design of the mansion From Resident Evil 1 Where you could legitimately Say this is someone's mansion They could be a weirdo. They could be, like, putting all these weird doors with weird, like, name keys and all that shit. And then they just superimposed it in Resident Evil 2 onto a public... Well,
2: maybe the mayor of Raccoon City is just as weird. Exactly. Sure.
0: This used to be a functioning police department where, like, employees presumably had to get from place to place. And then, I guess... Not without the spade key. And And only the chief had the spade key. Exactly. But before that, they just had a lot of weirdly, like... Doors with weird ornaments. Hey, if them.
1: you named your city Raccoon City, I shit's guess. going on.
0: <laughs> anyway, getting to the actual gameplay. So, uh, Zambos is good. It, 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 <clears throat> I, I enjoy. So the the gunplay is simple and typical. The um, it, it feels like a Revelations two. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels more it feels like every bullet is a bit more impactful mm-hmm. uh in the sense that like you might do some bullet counting and be a little like like in typical resident evil fashion at least the early ones um you you like you see a zombie over there and you're like i don't want to waste bullets on you so i'm going to try to find a way to run around you or something like that uh and <coughs> even like a single zombie like if you if you are belligerent like i was like mm-hmm. and you're just like ah fuck you zombie you might accidentally get yourself killed so that's nice i like that it has that that tension where like a couple zombies might show up and you're just like oh shit uh they threw in some some new mechanical bits like now you can find barricades and choose where to use them so like i accidentally used one a little preemptively whereas later on down the hall you can actually see a zombie knocking on a window and if you had barricaded that window he wouldn't have broken through and i wouldn't have had to fight him uh, so they're playing with it in these in these small ways, but other than that, it just felt like a good trip down memory lane with with modern controls and stuff. Uh, the presentation's good. The voice acting is, I mean, obviously better if we if we remember what we that watched. Shit was like. We watched
2: the intro last game week, try, and yeah. that that yeah. was brutal. Well,
1: well it hilarious. wasn't. I don't know if you guys remember this. This game was actually made during the the strike, so it was made with scab labor. Oh, okay. Yeah. It that. wasn't it's not the original cast cuz
0: they were un, they were well, the original cast was not what are you good doing? though. My neck. My stretches. Neck's yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the um so the the voice acting was 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 good compared to the original which is not saying a lot but no, non- nonetheless definitely not. uh there was I like there was a few cutscenes that genuinely mm-hmm. were like nice and tense in terms of like the horror aspects of it. I would say that I was pretty hyped for this game before, and now I'm like, okay, this is more of a known quantity. It's not trying to surprise anyone, per se. So I would say that unless reviews are pretty damn up on it, uh, I may not pick this up right away, where I used to actually be pretty excited. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a curious case of a, of a demo uh, it seems to be getting a lot a bit a of
1: buzz It seems to be getting a lot of great buzz I think for a lot of people it was like Already the number too. one game Yeah
0: from, but I think that From um, E3 Yeah but I think that um, The demo didn't show a lot The demo the demo, of, like Re- Revelations 2 <laughs> has been more fun Than this demo was I'm excited <laughs> actually to go back into RE7 Because the first person perspective Is pretty freaking tense and interesting And this feels like a bit more of a I wouldn't call Can it Can you change step perspectives backward, in this? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I wouldn't call it a step backward, but I do feel like the third person takes a certain amount of tension out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this will be a fun game, but I do think that it that it's been overhyped. Mm. So a little bit of little bit of uh, course correction playing the demo and just being like, <laughs> "Okay, this will be good." I'm not going to I like like they're, they're just they're, they're actually being a bit too faithful, I think at least from this little bit that I played because nice. the, the goofiness of the, the, desi- the design of the police station, uh, if they're going to be keeping, like, really all of the elements of the original, like, okay, it's a fidelity remake, but a lot of the same, like, goofiness will, might, might still be there. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong. How long is but, the demo? 30 minutes? Yep, thirty it's minutes. a 30-minute
1: demo. Hmm. So. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, I right, won't we'll play it. He <laughs> you you said, "You won't, or you will." No, because I watched a short clip, and it took like fifteen bullets to kill one zombie, and I was like, "Nah." Oh, God. oh that person must have been bad. I don't. I don't need that <laughs> kind takes, of stress. It takes in my like i I'm exaggerating. There's too many bullets in the head of a zombie
0: uh, for a zombie to keep moving. So pass. <laughs> All right. So I mean, you can. A couple shots and they'll drop, and then you could run past them. Is what you'll probably do most of the time if you're actually being good about your resources. Mm -hmm. Uh Because I I think it's rare that you have to kill a zombie to get by, which is definitely true to the original. Mm. That's part of the that's part of the game is like playing like, do I want to waste these bullets, and then occasionally regretting it by being like, fuck, I got swarmed.
2: Gotcha. Mm. You know what the polar opposite of zombies is? What's Mm. that? Looney Tunes. I disagree. I think they they share a lot thematically. Yeah. Looney Tunes so? is really, really, really violent.
0: <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Really, really violent.
1: And I have been reminded of this um, going through Looney Tunes World of Mayhem. Oh my
2: God! You and your segues, Steve. Oh,
1: beautiful.
2: Magnificent. <laughs> Magnificent.
0: Right? Stop ruining them by pointing them out. You I know, know but they're great.
2: <laughs> he just wants the world to know
1: that my segway game is on point. It is because you let the world know that our segway game wasn't. <laughs>
2: Anyway. <laughs> what we're saying is do better.
1: Okay. So, World of Mayhem. Um, this is a mobile game from... I don't... I'm not really... Uh, I don't know when it came out. Was Is this new? It just kind of was recommended. You I know, played on your... it
0: when I was in PR, so I think it was out there for ho- b- before the holiday. Free to play. Okay. Um, yep, Free to play.
1: It's of the... So, if anyone's uh, familiar with a Star Wars Galaxy or DC Legends, it's of that ilk. Is that
2: the one with, like, the little... You have one team on one side and you're yeah. facing another R- team yeah. and you and pick you, the you earn... abilities or whatever. Yeah,
1: it's... it's Classic RPG, uh, turn-based RPG. You earn um, sort of tokens or icons of characters, and as you get more of some, so like you know, ten Bugs Bunny tokens, you get a one-star Bugs Bunny, and you'll earn more Bugs Bunny tokens until he's like a five-star character, and you know their defenses and Physical resistance. Level, I yeah, that. yeah, defenses and and resistances, um, you know, get stronger. Um, it is um it is an interesting game. I, I I've only spent ten dollars on it because I just wanted to sort of see what me entering the economy would get me Mm -hmm. there. There's the typical gem system, the gem system, you know, multiple economies. So there's the PVP trophy system. You can get like things from the PVP stuff. There's the gem system that, you know, you can either earn coins from like just playing the game or you can uh, supplement that with gems that you spend real money for. Um, There there seems to be a lot of opportunities for you to get characters and, and level up. Um, but also there seems to be a lot of opportunities to monetize in a way that I, I, I don't like. Mm. Um, at first blush, the system, the PVP system of earning chests seemed really cool because you don't necessarily earn chests for, for yourself. You do earn a chest every like four hours or something, but they've changed it up in a sense of like, and I've only really had experience with DC legends where, you steal chests from other players. So you have to put a chest in a bank and then, yeah. And then you have, you can either open it up immediately with gems, the ones that you spend money for, or you can put it in a bank and it'll take time for it to open in that time. People will, that's how, that's the the way you PVP and they interact with it. So you, um, they attack and then you'll see like, Oh, someone's trying to attack your chest. They'll lose, they'll win. And if they do, you can go get revenge. But you can also level up your character. So you'll there'll be a set amount of time, like maybe Zavi, you stole my chest and then it gives me three hours. Every time I go into the PvP menu, it'll say, Hey, your chest is stolen. Here's an option for your revenge. You have three hours to do it. So you can level up and totally go back and get your chest back. Mm-hmm. The annoying thing is, is that you only have, you know, four spots for it. And like you only have you know, one spot until you're level 10 and then two spots until you're level 12. So you're earning chests and then they're like, oh, well, you have this chest, but your, your spots are filled up. Do you want to open it now for this amount of money or do you just want to throw it away? Right. And now you're getting to this case where you're throwing it away. Um, I think the strengths of this game, they also have like a world mode where you can go into the world and as you level up characters, you level up... So, so I know like the world has changed since Looney Tunes has been out. Like So Looney mm-hmm. Tunes, um, you know, there's Bug Bunny, Donald Duck, Foghorn Leghorn, you know, Tweety, all these characters. But in the inception of Looney Tunes, you know, there's so many different sort of incarnations. So, like, you know, Yosemite Sand was a magician. He was also uh, a a cowboy. You know, Bugs Bunny was all sorts of professions, you know. Mm -hmm. Sylvester the cat was all sorts of professions. So that really gives them free reign to give these characters different occupations. So there's Robin Hood Daffy Duck. So right, I, I right. remember the Robin yep, Hood Daffy Duck. Yep. And they give you a lot of opportunities to earn things. In the world mode, you can, like, make your characters. Once you earn a character, there's, you're in the Warner lot, basically, kind of. And so, like, studio Bugs Bunny will be in, studio, in the studio. Regular Bugs Bunny will be in the forest. So you open up, you, like, unlock their house, and then they roam around. Then they could do tasks. And you level up their house so that you can do tasks to get more stuff. So and there's a timers, of course, and there's um, sort of uh, task uh, slots. So if I want, but I can earn more Bugs Bunny tokens to level him up in perpetuity just by picking the most expensive task. But of course, that takes the longest. But there are ways to sort of earn things. It just takes a lot of time. Um, I I like it in a sense but I I'm I'm not spending any more money. Like I like mm-hmm. I said I tested $10 just to see and I find that it's it could get scummy. It yeah. could get definitely get scummy and like the PVP thing which I thought was fun at first but then I realized like oh yeah, when you don't have any slots they they kind of say hey, open the chest. And you know when I started I was on tier 1 so it was only like 5 gems to open it early. Now I'm on tier 3, it's 60 gems to open it. Mm. and gems don't come that easily. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I played a little bit of this, not as much as you, and I enjoyed it. looks great, by the it, way. Yeah, it looks, looks it great. Looks the graphics are right. So, yeah. Um, so this is, this is developed by Scopefly or Scopely. Uh, they also did like a Walking Dead game that I played for a good while, Road to Survival. Um, the lesser of the two good, because there's so many fucking Walking Dead mobile games now. I think mm-hmm. there's three or four. But um, the, the best one is, is, the second best one is Road to Survival. The best one is No Man's Land. Mm-hmm. Um, but in any case, the uh, Road to Survival is very much like this one. So I recognize the pattern and how this is going to mm, kind of go designs, pretty yeah. quickly. Um, the, the hub world is different in Road to Survival because it's like you're building a town and it has that more like typical town building stuff that you've seen in a lot of other mobile games mm-hmm. versus the world stuff that you were talking about with the task and whatnot mm-hmm. are different. But I think that the the depth of fun that I get out of these games is basically just like I am aware that they are mining my nostalgia. Yeah. And that like there's it's very much like it's like the definition of comfort food gaming Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. And I and I know from my experience with Road of Survival that like that's it's I mean, I'm not saying it's the same here, but that their MO, let's say, is to get you to a point where, like, to really progress much further, you're going to need to drop some money. These
1: types of games just make and me mad. Just, I don't know yeah, about you. They, 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 it's do, just they like, do,
0: because here's the thing. Like you were saying, it's a very good-looking game. Yeah. The, the animations and all that stuff for all the characters and, and stuff. And the gameplay is cool, fun. too. They're fun to check yeah. out. And then you also have, like, some genuine depth as far as the tactical turn-based nature of it and whatnot. But where I think that these games flounder for me... Is that because of the economic need, the design of the flow of combat, the actual like pacing of like the complexity of combat and whatnot feels like it is sabotaged. Mm -hmm. By which I mean you start the game off and it's like, like it just feels like you're being very handheld of just like. Oh, what a coincidence. You just unlocked a guy that's gonna give you just enough power to like win this encounter by Mm -hmm. like one move, right? Mm -hmm. And then when it gets to the point where it opens up and now you're actually getting some random dudes and so they don't they can't design it for exactly what it is and and you maybe are able to craft your team and figure out how to like Mm -hmm. work that in it starts to feel more and more like they're throwing enough complexity at you just to frustrate you mm. because you don't have the tools and it's not don't have fun the money. to earn the tools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not fun to manually earn the tools in terms of characters and leveling up so that you have more skills and so on in order to progress through the encounters. And then that's the point where it's just like, okay, they're talking about my purse strings, actually. Yeah. Compare that to, like, if these guys were to take those, the same production chops and the same decent combat design and make, like, a Looney Tunes game that's actually in the vein of, like, the South Park games or Mm -hmm. something like that, not even necessarily needing a a narrative per se, but just something that was, like, more, like, here's my money and then, like, give me a a properly designed game experience uh, that doesn't feel so so grabby at my wallet or whatever, Mm -hmm. where I make interesting tactical choices, that would be really, really, really good. Mm. And it's just held back by the fact that they're probably gonna print money due to nostalgia for this thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like I I, I know that I'm not going to stick with this game, and it, it's it's kind of sad because like Looney Tunes, like wow,
0: it's a good IP to it's, do something like this.
1: Oh it. yeah. Oh yeah
0: Perfect fucking I'm like
1: waiting To see the big red monster Become a character (laughs) I'm waiting for like Different iterations I haven't even seen Tweety yet Like I wonder what Tweety is Like They have Grannies there I I have I have like Nun Granny I have like Scout Leader Granny Like it's just It's like really Super interesting But it's just like I'm just upset that like, oh, well, now I'm up to, you know, the invasion mode, you know, the farm act three. And like now my power level is like, you know, maybe thirty eight hundred and the next uh, fight is like forty five hundred. And I only have farm characters, so I can't use any of my other characters. So now that means I have to level them up. I have to continue playing this game in order to randomly earn a character. That's a farm. Like I literally can't progress in in the game now, Zavi, because I've earned the farm. But I only have one farm character, hmm. so it's one farm character. Even though I've leveled them up to ten, it's one versus four, yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. I'm, you're, you're I, there's buffed. no
1: way I'm you're going farm. to win.
0: And so, do you have any kind of targeted way in the economy of tr- like maximizing your chance to get a farm character?
1: I don't know because okay. it seems like See, in the first yeah, that's
0: one of the that's one of the biggest problems with a lot of these games is that they're they're trying to make the economy uh, work. You know, they got they got to make money. And they're yeah. trying to make the economy work on a certain, on a certain respect. Like, I get that. Yeah. But they end up siloing things because they don't want the PVP currency to fuck with the normal currency because people don't like it's that. It's just And it annoying. just becomes overcomplicated. Yeah. And it reaches a point where, and to be fair, it's not just mobile stuff. It actually reminds me of Diamond Dynasty and MLB The Show, where you hit a certain point where it's just like, okay, I know what I want to do, but I cannot figure out this labyrinthian shit yeah. to like accomplish that. and to it's earn not this fun one to figure material or there whatever. There are games like A No Man's Sky where I personally do think that that my experience since the um, since the next expansion is that it is actually fun to figure out how to get the thing that I know I want
1: to get. Well, Also, you don't have to pay money for it. Well, that too Because at the fun. end of the day, there is... That through all the, the frustrations, the there's experience. always yeah. one solution in the corner mm-hmm. that says a plus and then your Apple thing opens up. <laughs> <And> really, honestly, <laughs> no, 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 it's no, just no. like you get so frustrated and then just like, oh, just All right, how much? Okay, the farm. Oh, oh. Yeah, and then there's a little box. Oh, earn 50 random fa- farm tokens. Ooh, uh-huh. you'll most likely get a farm character and then, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll yeah. be able to continue the game.
0: Yep. yep. So
1: like... You know, just sitting here talking with you, and now it's just like you know, I I probably am going to delete the game. So I'll probably you know use up the ten dollars in currency that I had, and just like quietly put it down because like it it it's it's so maddening well, that that's like the,
0: the moment you connect. These the moment you connect real world money to these to these economies, it creates that problem, right? Yeah, they're literally incentivized to make it labyrinthian, yeah, so that you they wear you down to the point of being like, fuck it, take my money.
1: Yeah, well, not not in this incarnation. As more of these games are released, I guess it depends on the person of like the connection to the IP. But I feel like I'm just getting frustrated in a sense of like, I actually went back to DC Legends and like, I. I actually spent quite a bit of money in DC Legend. I'm so embarrassed to say that. But I, I physically can't anymore. Like mm. I, I, I think the last time I went I had like a, a lot of gems in it. And I've been slowly whittling down those gems. And I think both of those games, like, once I whittle down what I've paid for, I'm just gonna delete them because I just can't continue to like yep. you know, put money into these games in a sense. And then also it was so funny, the um Westworld. Westworld is shutting down. well is shutting down. well is shutting down. Girl, we like, talked on that
2: last week. Yep. We yeah,
1: yeah. And a, a game that you enjoyed and you said that you pumped money into. It's just like, well, no, we're not releasing the game in perpetuity or, or releasing it in some final game state. You just can't play this game anymore. And Yeah, it's just like, it. this
0: is over for you. And Thanks and for your money. A, and I do think that like... It's, it's going to Bethesda. It's t- <laughs> mm. it's, it is telling to, to some people as a final thought, like... Um, I do think it's it's a little bit amusing to me when that did happen, and some of the comments of people were, like, they actually were like, when are they going to refund the money that I spent on the huh. game that they're not supposed... And, I, like, I I kind of, like, want to laugh in their face a little bit, like, no, dude, that's not how this works. <laughs> like... Like, you should know by now that these these games, you know, these mobile games for sure, but even, like, Destiny and anything else that, like, you're supporting with your money that requires a server, like, one day they're just going to take it away from you. And the, the reality of our property rights and, and so on in this it's, world... It's starting is starting to come to fruition. Fucked, yeah. Right? Like... It reminds me of, of when people would make their vanilla World of Warcraft servers because they were like, this is the way we want to play the game. And it's like the reality of property rights in this country is, fuck you, you can't do that. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, moving
1: on. Moving
0: on. Moving
1: on. Let's, oh, we're, we're hello. Zombie it, disapproves of the way they're running mobile games.
0: Do you want me to add that onto the notes? A segue is not Savi also disapproves of Dragon Ball Z. That's not a segue.
1: If that's I what mean, you're trying to do. I mean, Steve, pay attention, damn it. <laughs> this was your opening. You, you've literally been flawless, and now it. You wasn't a it. good segue. Because you weren't...
0: <laughs> Mikey, what else have you been doing with your life? <laughs> Stupid. Anyway,
1: <laughs> I saw Dragon Ball I can't Z. can't
2: carry the segue portion of this show... Every time You, you have to because I last cannot bad.
0: It's okay we can I only do, have Mikey. so much energy <laughs> Tell <laughs> well, me I'm about like, a yes. movie, Mikey
2: Yes, yes That Zavi vehemently He didn't want
0: you to
1: talk
2: about this here
0: Because though. this is
2: not a platform for movies Oh, it's This so. is a platform for video games And other interactive media Oh, well I was being, being an elitist
0: it? Du- douchebag Please be <laughs> <conclude. laughs>
1: <laughs> So yeah, I saw Dragon Ball Z Super um, It's for uh, a weekend release
0: you only we have 30 only seconds, release. go.
1: <laughs> and um, it, was, it was good. It was really entertaining. Um, it's funny how Dragon Ball Z has kind of had like this sort of, not rocky, but sort of like flowing sort of up and down relationship, like of popularity. I think like mm. it's, it's, it's reaching a new
2: Is it high. really? Because I figure it was like Dragon Ball was okay. People love Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball GT was poop. Dragon Ball Super came out and everybody liked
0: it Well, again. yeah, you're going high and low. You're yeah, literally putting... That's was what I'm saying. There's a lot of years between yeah. the of those versions. Yeah, but and and now you Super said
2: Dragon Ball Z specifically, and I feel like... Oh, oh I'm sorry, right. the, Dragon the Dragon Ball, Ball franchise. S- franchise. The
1: Dragon Ball franchise.
2: Myself saved myself.
1: Um, so now I think we're at an all time high because of like Super came out, people like it, Fighter Z came out, people love it, and now you know they've been releasing these. This movie came out, and, it, and it's really good production values. Like, it looked beautiful. Um, the movie was pretty funny. Um, they so, um, Dragon Ball Z Super Broly is kind of like a remaster or sort of retelling of Broly in is a sense. It, I don't really think
0: the
2: Broly movie again.
1: No, not really cuz like it like well, it shows that re,
0: they reframe it they reframe it to, reframe to, it to super after all yeah cuz gt
1: yeah. does is not canon anymore so like the same thing sort of happened in the past of like you know broly and vegeta were in their little tanks and like you know they scanned them like oh Broly's going to be too powerful let's put him on a planet so they put him on another planet his dad escaped and you know like raised him but just raised him to like basically be a monster and so when um so the plot of the, this this is the greatest part. I've been waiting to tell you this all morning, Steven. The plot of this oh movie boy. is how it starts. It's going to be ridiculous. Is that so? As you know, Frieza's back. Like um, Goku wished back Frieza, which Vegeta like hates him for. Hmm. Why did he, he calls be- Goku an idiot? He over wished and back over Frieza. And, yeah, because he wanted to fight him. I don't remember, but I didn't. I didn't watch Super, and I know Frieza helped in the Super Saga. He like saved them. But anyway, so the plot of this movie starts because. Bulma is collecting Dragon Balls, and she's found everyone except one that's in the polar ice cap, and Frieza's men steal them. And they, the way the flow, the way they reveal why she stole the Dragon Balls, and then they sort of juxtapose it with the reason Frieza steals the, <laughs> the Dragon Balls. So, Bulma, Goku, of course, silly Goku, asks, Hey, Bulma, why are you collecting the Dragon Balls anyway? And she simply states, because I want to look five years younger. And then, <laughs> of course, Goku's just like, but you have the Dragon Balls. Why can't you just make yourself look 10 years younger, 20 years younger? She says. And she gets very upset and says, well, people are going to notice. And they're going to say, well, Boma, your skin is so bad. Did you go and get surgery? Did you go and get work done? <laughs> so she only wants five years so that it's not noticeable. Then later on in the episode, you know, Frieza's henchman asks him, "Hey, why do you want to steal? The- why did you want to steal them from Bulma?" And he's like, "Oh, because I want to make myself five inches taller." And of course, everyone in the room, all his henchmen, are just like, "But you can just turn into your second form." And he's like, "No, I want to be naturally taller. I want to be five um, um, centimeters taller in my." I like Real that it porn. sounds
0: like they, that they're at least self-aware of how it is. That it is ridiculous because let's let's be reminded that a common thing that people do in Dragon Ball is try to collect Dragon Balls to wish for things like immortality. Yes, or like all the power in the universe. Or well, they make a case like, about
1: that. Goku's like, what is he going to wish for? He's like, we're basically all more powerful than Shenron. Like, only, just Shenron has the power, power to grant wishes, but like as far as power level goes, uh-huh. he's like, he's like, it's negligible. He's not going to wish to be more powerful than Shenron. It's like, what is he gonna wish to be immortal? Then he'll just never go away and that's boring for him. It's really interesting how they actually talk through all that's, of the stuff that people okay, that talk about. Yeah, funny. and it's just like he Goku's like, yeah, he wouldn't wish for that. That'd just be silly. So then <laughs> when somebody actually guesses the reason why So at free- this
0: point Dragon Ball Z is just about these like godlike figures, basically who are
1: fucking bored. Barris is still in the I don't know if Barris is the god of destruction. He's there. They're on an island while Vegeta and Goku are fighting in the ocean. This is and he's watching when they leave they're like barris do you want to come he's like no he's like barris come on why don't you come and help us he's like no and then Bob was like all right watch my daughter and then they just <laughs> jump in a ship and they fly off this to is go some, get the bag of balls
0: seriously like, this, Greek shit. like this, they, they have no care in the world they're the, just like, the series
1: is just so it's so it's so, <laughs> it's so stupid it's so funny but it's like you, you just could sat in the theater just like What am I? What did am I wasting an hour and thirty minutes on? It it, it was it was fantastic. Um, So the fighting was great. Um, Broly, of course, gets free. They take off his limiter thing that controls him, and then he gets Super Saiyan and Legendary Super Saiyan, and like, you know, it's fantastic. The animation is great. There's some moments where it kind of goes into 3D or like really high high quality like sort of frames and animation and um it's great you know it ends you know everyone's friends blah 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 yada yada mm. yada but I, I heard that they're actually remastering or recontextualizing a lot of the movies so the cooler's coming and like other things are coming and they'll refit it into the into super, super yeah so which should be interesting so um it was good Um how, definitely how much of the running time was people going ah oh god that's all Broly did <laughs> like literally when they started fighting Oh, oh, he's just powering up even more. (laughs) And he's just screaming, and I'm just like, okay. (laughs) He's just yelling, and like beams are flowing over him. He screams so loud that a beam comes out of his mouth and destroys like a mountain. (laughs) And, and Dragon Ball Z, they're always up for saving Earth, but the movie starts off in a polar, the fight starts off in a polar ice cap, and by the end of the fight, it looks like Mordor when Frodo's trying to throw the ring into the volcano. <laughs> Literally, they're fighting inside of vol- inside of volcanoes.
0: Like, at this point, the collateral damage from these fights is destroying Earth.
1: I mean, they can always get the Dragon Balls back and say, hey, can you restore the Earth back to what it was? I want
0: to see a Dragon Ball story told from the perspective of, like, ordinary citizens (laughs) where, like, we just have to live under this tyrannical age of these godlike figures that just do whatever the fuck they want and then we're just back to existence and we're just supposed to go, thanks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well. well, I mean, DC (laughs) did that sort of, like, with the Cadmus, you know, sort of, um, and Injustice, you know, Gods Among Men. I find that, like, an interesting angle. But, yeah. I heard there's new Young Justice out. There is. It's been out. It's good. That's that's also not a video game. Oh, sorry. You're getting shut down, Steve. That's
0: also not a video game. (laughs) uh, This is how much, this is how strongly I feel about this. Can we please talk about Kingdom Hearts? Oh, shit. (laughs) So,
2: so in the beginning, there was the X-Blade.
1: Oh, God.
2: And the X-Blade is what Kingdom, is what kept Kingdom Hearts... Like a available, closed. B- not closed, but like around. Because when the X blade so gets destroyed, Kingdom Hearts. But there's uh, also Kingdom the Hearts. The
0: this is some Bible shit. Like in the beginning,
2: yes. When you said in the beginning, I thought you were about to say Adam and Eve.
0: No, something. No, no,
1: no.
2: Okay. The X blade is what keeps Kingdom Hearts like in view. What is Kingdom Hearts? Um, Kingdom Hearts is a large moon shaped like a heart. As far as I know. And it holds <laughs> the heart. It, it holds everyone? the hearts of all the people. The light people in the light. Light people. Uh, White people Light people Light people Jesus Light people (laughs) And um, something about It's good (laughs) But sometimes it was um, dark I don't No 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 That was the fake Kingdom Hearts That he made At the end of Kingdom Hearts 1 Uh, That was Who's he? Handsome uh, that was role,
0: the, okay. The same thing. You guys talk, and I just—it was fake
2: Kingdom like Hearts, and it was supposed to be filled with darkness. And he was like, "Oh, let the darkness." And he's like, "No, it's filled with light." Ah, and then I'm, he dies. I, and so I remember the light. And then I—I I know that
1: Kingdom Hearts is light yeah and then, and then goes, and the door shh, opens goes, oh. the door opens the light
2: comes out it destroys him but then like they have to close it because the heartless are trying to swarm out of it so riku's yeah. on the other side with king mickey and, and they're they pushing stay. the door closed and they're stuck on the other side and so Sora has have to save them because yeah, yeah. so that's there's them. a different kingdom hearts yeah. where like if the x-blade is and then there's a guardian that has the x-blade and it's basically just two keyblades that look like this yeah and uh oh god that's where that's so. where like it starts, and then like something shatters the X-Blade <laughs> into like seven light fragments.
1: Oh, that's what happens. Which
2: equate the to the, the Princesses princess of seven, a Heart seven, and thirteen dark fragments, which is Organization thirteen. And of course, the Princesses of Hearts are Disney princesses. Yes, those that, are the Princesses of Hearts, because you know. And um, <laughs> then the Keyblade factions start coming around with Aquaterra yeah. and Ventus. Yeah. And then once Aquaterra and Ventus, like the Keyblade War happens, and the. the the, it becomes the Keyblade Graveyard And then there's the Graveyard with all the Well Keyblades. that didn't happen
1: with them remember that was before them That was, that was with the kids with the animal masks From the back
2: Cover story Right but Aqua is part of one of the tribes But they didn't actually have The war remember
1: it was just Xehanort And then they died The The Graveyard and, is and, from before Because remember
2: yeah, Xehanort the, wants old, another Yeah he wants another, another Keyblade, Keyblade War Um so So what what's his aqua, motivation?
0: Aqua, what's his motivation?
2: Aquaterra inventus go to no,
0: what's that oh, word? He, he
1: feels sort of like what um he's voldemort but no no no, no not necessarily so he's, he's, a, he's, he's no, no, no. he wants he's, he's kind of like what megalomaniacs now think of like there needs to be great tragedy for there to be great peace oh that's so he's shit. yeah, yeah shit. so he wants like a great darkness so that but he's could voldemort be, he wants pieces of him inside of
2: like riku and all. no and no but what is his main goal very, that's the only way that he can to bring that kingdom hearts very yeah randomly, but he wants a dark kingdom very, hearts very
0: very much like this, this is a trope that's showing up in a lot of movie villains nowadays, and it's often being played kind of straight as like, oh, yeah, this is obviously a thing, which is reinforcing a conservative viewpoint about resources in a world that's pissing me the fuck off. I'm done.
2: Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the way Sora becomes a Keyblade wielder is through Ventus. Yes. Bequeathing. No. Terra bequeaths his kingdom. Ki- no, it's, no. A, that's, it's Ventus to yeah. Riku.
1: No, Riku is, was original. like Sora. That's terrible. Yeah,
2: but there's one of them that bequeathed the Kingdom Key to Riku, but the Kingdom Key ended up choosing Sora over Riku because of the strength That's of his heart. That's how Kingdom
1: Hearts 1 kind of started. Because yes. Riku
2: was jealous
0: of him. Because Riku
2: was supposed to get the Kingdom Key because he was bequeathed the key. And the way you're bequeathed the Keyblade is you have to touch it while the other wielder is holding it.
0: And, and Keyblades have their
2: own consciousness?
1: In, a, In sense, a sense. They're
2: like wands from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. You know? So... Kyrie got hers from aqua. aqua when she accidentally touched it in radiant garden when it yes. was still radiant garden not hollow bastion yes and, and then leah leah lee is axel oh, lee. a member of organization 13 the one with the red spinny chakrams um, troy baker right yeah
1: troy baker
2: he's back and um, it it's starting to get convoluted in my head, so I need you to save me, my: be, Because um, okay. um, so
1: now Leah is a keyblade wielder because um um what's his name the Yen Sid Yen was like Sid. oh yeah
2: oh that's right he went to Yen Sid and was like I hey, want to take because Sora and Riku were supposed to take the Master Trials or something mastery, like that the ma- the Mark of Mastery. the Mark of Mastery and Sora Riku passed. succeeds Sora doesn't. Sora doesn't, yeah Sora Riku doesn't does. succeed In the Mark of Mastery Riku does mm-hmm. And then Lee comes And wants to take The Mark of Mastery Because he fell asleep cause...
1: right? Isn't that what yeah. happened He
2: actually never woke up Yeah
1: And Riku act doesn't Because He was actually A dream eater Not an actual person In Sora's dreams Right <laughs>
0: Minor pause At this point Do you guys actually think That this is coherent no no all right cool
1: we never thought it was okay. we never thought yeah, it excellent. was it's just a cool way to romp around disney worlds and like you know pretend <laughs> to save the world yeah. or yeah
0: because so far i'm following what you're saying but occasionally you just throw things out there like, well oh, i the mean we was the thing we need, like, all right we, who can we this please trial?
1: watch the the video on youtube so we can uh, we all have to watch it together please because i just take want to like try, a, it's try, like it's like a, a 30 minute video time, how time many time how many subordinate clauses there are in a sentence of like well, Zabi went into Michael's heart, but then we found out that it wasn't really his heart because it was a digital version of his heart. Don't forget, then, yes. and it's just like <laughs> yes. literally—it's once one run-on sentence of like there is there if is a the whole digital from, universe. From, yeah, oh, too. yeah, yeah oh yeah, and apparently, basically, half of the Kingdom Hearts lore happens in a computer. Yeah. So nothing really
0: happens. Hold on. Okay. Yes. No, pause. No, hold on. Yes. In the world with magical Disney princesses and so on and so forth, we have also established that we've had enough technological advancement that there are computers. Yes. So yes. computers as well as... But they're also Disney the Well, remember,
1: they're different worlds. So there's a Tron world. So yeah. And there's a... Yeah, there's different worlds. <sighs> okay. Kingdom Hearts has enveloped worlds in darkness and they're trying to save that. Well, the whole thing
2: with Roxas in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 is in a digital simulation.
0: Yep. All right. I'm just like, this is basically the best fan fiction ever.
2: Yeah. Involving Disney.
1: Yes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, Um... But I mean, back to the real game that we
2: really want to discuss. I think we could do this. That so you I've, want to discuss is Birth By Sleep. I want to discuss the first three <laughs> hours of Kingdom Hearts 2 because it was stupid.
1: Yeah. Um, so I continued Birth By Sleep. Um, before I just, I was in the middle of Aqua's story. This by is, sleep
0: is This is Aqua. The very first game. Is that correct?
1: Chronologically, yeah. The first interactive game. Before that is this thing called Back Cover, which is how the key Blade War happened where where it takes place, where these there was a world where these people with like animal faces were masks, animal masks, and they were like different tribes, and basically the they started during distrust
0: with paranoia. It's, game, it's,
2: a... it's just a movie. Okay. Isn't like that the pre-cut. one that used to be a game that they made a movie? No. What is that? Three five eight no three five eight over two days. Or? Mm, yes yes yes. Three so five eight was, over two days. They took all the cutscenes. Cut I know made it zombie. A movie. It's, it's, it's insufferable. It's
1: insufferable. Okay. No, but yeah, that they did, they told players. the story of the key, first Keyblade War, and all it was is like these people lived in harmony, and then something happened, and they started. It was they the just started, was destroyed. Yeah, and they started, like, doing, par- basically, basically, stirring distrust with paranoia, like, but I saw you around the alley. And he was like, no, no, I wasn't so around the, the, the alley. So the tribes
2: were supposed to, like, protect and bring together the X-Blade. Yeah. But they just ended up not trusting each other. And well, there was making-
1: one guy specifically. Well, no, no, no the masked, the yeah. masked
2: um, Keyblade wielders. Yeah. They were all supposed to, like, work together to bring it back, but they ended up starting to distrust each other and separate into their own tribes. Tribes, yeah. And then that's how the first Keyblade war started. Mm. Yeah.
1: But back to Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep. So,
2: um, Aqua... This is an Aqua Terra and Ventus game.
1: Yes, Aqua okay. Terra and Ventus, and one it of takes... Them looks
0: exactly like Sora because? No, one of whom looks, looks like, like Roxas. Looks like Roxas, so, okay. and, yeah. Be,
1: yeah. So... Basically, you three are up for your Mark of Mastery exam and Aqua passes and Terra doesn't. And Terra, there starts to be build some darkness inside of him of like jealousy and stuff. So you're going through the world, saving worlds, and you meet up with Aqua, Terra, and Ventus maybe like twice before you beat the game. You play through the game twice um, in each perspective and you encounter sort of different angles of the Disney verse. So like I went to Cinderella's town and I met up with the mouse, you know, and then... Uh, When I visited as Ventus, I probably didn't meet her friend. I forgot what his name was, the mouse to like the end of it. So you just interact differently. Um, So I just meet Ventus and um, I still don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically, I know. I I mean, I thought Vanitas, which is the masked figure that hovers around Xehanort, you clarified for me is... Uh, Ventus's nobody or something, something like that. So he is
2: Ventus, but, <laughs> but is nobody. <laughs> but
0: but sent it. But what does it mean for someone to, to be, be someone a nobody? else's nobody? The so a nobody, of yourself. So when a nobody. heartless
2: is created, yes. right? Uh-huh. It's a heartless is born from the darkness in somebody's heart. Uh-huh. So what happens is that person splits but into separate
0: from them. Yeah, yeah. That yes. person splits into that,
2: much. that person's being splits into two entities: mm-hmm. the heartless from their heart, and, and the, the nobody, the, the which nobody. is the shell of them. Yes, yeah. yeah. without the heart. Yeah. So
1: that's so that's the so. And then the beginning of heartless. the game, where it was a part of the gameplay where Sora
2: turned into a heartless. Mm-hmm. Roxas was created at the same time, right? So, so I guess that was the first game when he became yeah. a heartless, right before trying to save uh, where Kyrie brings him back. Yes. So but I, I mean, guess there's it's some point, point. We're like, and she's we're like talking
0: about the level of Kingdom Hearts lore where I'm like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. But like you take a step back and it's still fucking bonkers. It's just that compared it, to everything else, you're just like, this, makes, <sighs> this sounds like somewhat internally consistent. You can build a world out of this. And then you're like, <sighs> okay, sure. Whatever.
1: I mean, to be honest with you, I think after Kingdom Hearts 2, it wasn't that bad. But then everything after that, it was just like, I, what are you guys talking about? Like Dream Drop? Like you could, fi- you, could find, you could find a point. After Kingdom Hearts 2. After that, it was just like, all bets it are was, off, guys. I think
0: it was already a little bit lost. No, think, no,
1: I'm not saying it wasn't, but you can find a, a, a beginning point, like a, sure. a, a touch point where it's just like, okay,
0: sure, this is still the, fucking crazy. The but, part where, but The part where it. Kingdom Hearts 2 lost me it was when they tried to do the whole Ansem is Riku and Dark and da-da-da-da, and they went back and forth with it, and I was just like, what? This is fucking
1: bonkers. Well, that part was explained is that he basically turned into Ansem so he could infiltrate Organization But then he couldn't but he couldn't 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 put himself back. back. But But at the end when Mickey or something they destroyed him and the the light brought him back to himself so then he was oh god. (laughs) 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 Sorry.
0: Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Going back to Earth
1: by Sleep you're confused as shit. Yeah. It's funny I was listening to something and like you know I, I, I... the the battle system from Birth by Sleep is r- really fun. I think it was. No, you know what? I think Dream Drop Distance had like the better
2: with the flow. Mo- I think like that flow, had the motion, flow, the flow, flow motion, the flow motion yeah.
1: system where like you can sort of jump on rails and and mm. poles and stuff. And Sora would sort of do grind those, like, it
2: out with Sora's big goofy shoes.
1: Yeah, and sort of, and then you sort of just like fly all around the world and and do like these funky moves. So this one is more of like the card system in the sense of you have skills that you input into slots mm. and you level them up as you go and then you can meld skills together. So if I you know take one Blizzard and another Blizzard, I'll make Blizzara. And you know if I make Blizzara with like a a, a cut move, like an Edge, where he jumps up in the air and slashes something down, it'll be like Blizzard Edge. So then instead of him hitting them just with his ski blade, he'll hit them with like like a, a ice, a ice. Uh, Sickle sticks out when he slashes the enemy. So it's great. It's really, really fun. Um I do like, and then they also have the D-Link system. So you can link with another Disney character that you interact with. There's no visual change, but your skills change. And they'll be, they'll change sort of the way uh the moves sort of look. So when I D-Link with Cinderella, I'll have like this spinning move that is like, and you'll hear, like, twinkling sounds and something of that ilk <laughs> from, the, from the lore. But it's still, like, heal, or it's still, like, you know, like, go across, like, a, like a dash move. Is where it, it purely th-
0: aesthetic, though, or is it actually it's, affecting your attack in a it, It's affecting your, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's more aesthetic. It's more, more aesthetic. aesthetic, but there are certain skills lock with her. So, like, because it's Cinderella, you know, you'll have a healing spell with it. And it's called mag- magic melding, but it's basically cura. You know, and it'll maybe, like I said, it will have like an added twinkling sound Mm -hmm. just to sort of meet with the aesthetic. And then you have like a a final move where if you build up all those moves, you'll get like an end move. So hers is the little pumpkin um, carriage and you have to hit. It's like a quick time. You have to hit X. And as you do that, twinkles will come out of your keyblade and you hit the enemy and it keeps on going higher and higher, higher in the air until... So maybe like seven times that you have the option.
0: Like a summon type of attack?
1: Sort of. But you okay. you have to attack with those attacks to build it up. So like when I ah, meld okay. with Mickey, um, I do like a spinning keyblade thing, but there's a quick time event where you have the PlayStation the front facing buttons and it, it's just like goes from O X square triangle. O, X, square triangle. Mm. And then there's other, there's other ones that have some similar uh, sort of quick time events, and there's others that just don't. You just do an attack. Okay. But um, I, I've been enjoying it. Um, I'm going to try and finish up uh, Tara's... Uh story, you know, within the week. I'm stuck on the last boss for Ventus because they do that stupid fucking thing that video games do where you have two boss battles back to back and then like kind of if you don't prepare mm-hmm. your if you don't prepare your deck before sure. then it's just like, well, oh, this deck worked out for this. Now I have to figure out a new deck that works out for both boss That's battles. Nice. And it's just yeah. like, okay, well now certain
0: so combat systems does, don't work well with that kind of like. Does Birth by Surprise. Sleep use the card system from Chain of
1: Memories? Not card, they use like the slot system. So you input slots into sure. and you have like eight slots. So it's it's you still have you can make a choice. It doesn't randomize, but it's it's sort of the same card system because you can hmm. order it in the way that you want. Um, it's so, not
0: randomized, but it's but it is No,
1: not randomized at all, but it is slot based and you can you have an option of picking certain have, skills. Like,
0: Yes. Okay. Oh. So,
1: like, Cure is always at the bottom, but, like, I won't always need Cure, so I'll, like, move it to the next slot and wait for it to refill, re-cool re, um, cool down, and then I'll, you know, go through the attacks again. Oh, uh,
0: okay.
2: So I started playing Kingdom Hearts 2, mm-hmm. um, and that's where the first three hours of the game you spend as Roxas in the stupid digital simulation, <laughs> where it has, like you have no interest in it because it's like ooh this is Roxas i'm like okay i don't know who roxas is and i have no attachment to him mm-hmm. okay participate I, in the struggle the first tournament time i
0: played through i actually thought that it was interesting from like a mystery perspective
2: yeah and then yeah. the next time you go through it the you're the just like time. this is stupid
0: <laughs> yeah. um
2: then you had to have you do the whole stupid struggle tournament and the trip to sunset hill and you got to find the seven wonders and it's just you fighting yeah. like shadows and heartless God. and nobodies and it's so stupid, and it was a waste of three and a half hours. I because, you my save file. Because three and a half <laughs> hours later, I got to finally be Sora. And then I remembered they have to do the whole exposition thing, because Sora doesn't know what's going on, so it has to be explained to him what happened. And <laughs> yeah. then he's got to go seek out Yen Sid, so he goes to Yen oh, Sid's and then has tower. and he needs to change
1: his clothes. And he needs
2: to change his clothes, <laughs> and they need to go through the whole Disney thing with the good fairies, because they can't decide. They each like
0: their own color. I remember finding it a little sad that Roxas merges with Sora, because I was just like, is Roxas... For all intents and purposes, it's kind of dead now. He, well, no, lives, they, 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 lives lives the, they have a the nice, Sora. they make yeah, a nice, en- no, at kinda.
1: the end, they make a nice ending where they both meld together and like Roxas and, oh, we didn't even mention oh, remember, Nominee Oh, Naminé.
0: Yeah, I just remember the tone of that, like genuinely, like as a kid, just realizing They resolve Roxas. it though. Roxas being like, yeah, sure, I'll meld with you. But I remember like a certain sadness, at least in my own mind, of just being like, you're effectively dead now.
1: <laughs> they 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 they, they corrected at the end. No. His yeah, His they spirit it. lives on in Sora. And then they show Roxas sure. and Namine like holding hands. Like <laughs> yes. as long as oh, as long as Kyrie and Sora are together, Roxas, Roxas and Namine will be, be together. together. Oh God,
2: we said that in unison. It was very gross. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Uh, so anyway, I just got <laughs> to, I just I mean, got to the Mulan world um started that whole thing and then i was going through the first portion of it and i'm just like oh my god i want a save point i just want to stop playing this freaking game because <laughs> i've been playing for four hours and i only just got to being sora and i just want to stop and like yeah. i just couldn't get to the point where oh, like a save point pop. god yeah. it was terrible i mean kingdom
1: hearts 2 battle system though is fucking great it's great like yeah i know like the like the mulan combo move was one of my favorites yeah like where fuck what's his name again uh, the dragon. Mushu. Mushu. His, yeah. like, he's like the the effects of the fire and it's in the style yeah, of Mulan. In the style like, of Mulan. Like the but Asian, like, that smoky like sort of Asian fire, style, like the yeah. way,
2: um, mm. the culture draws fire. It's like fucking great. Yeah. It's great. And then, you know, they bring back the form. You, they do the form thing oh, yeah, with valor the, form, wisdom form, yeah. master form, final form. I don't remember that. He
1: sort of switches his he attack He changes color. And colors. And then,
2: um based on whatever form you're using, he has, like, boosted stats. For yeah, like so, like, if it's a Valor form, form is boosted to physical keyblades. attacks, so he has mm. two keyblades. Wisdom is very magical-based, so you yeah. have, like, infinite mana. While you're well, you, should, you
1: get one keyblade, but it shoots out, like, like magic bullets, and then uh, you, like, yeah. go crazy shooting all I this magic if, out. I wonder
0: if they've tweaked things during the remake, because I remember... Well, one thing that pissed me off about Kingdom Hearts 2 is that you, I don't think you could adjust the difficulty mid-game.
1: No, they yeah. specifically tell you that. That annoyed yeah. me.
0: Um... Like don't do that, developers. I don't. I can't think of a good reason why did, why you should do that. Mm. The um, and in particular, while the combat on hard was mostly good, there was a few spikes here and there where it was just like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I
1: always play in proud mode now. Like now that I'm older, I can handle it.
0: But so, in it per- yeah. particular, it'd be interesting. Maybe maybe now, like there are there are other action games that have, like it won't be so hard. But I remember the uh, the big bouncy guys that you had to hit them from behind. Yeah. yeah. Like they. Ruined they ruined the your ass. flow. Yeah. And on hard, they were like, re- they could kill you in like one or two hits or something yeah. like that. Yeah. That was, that was oh one of those God. situations
2: where they didn't become easy until you had high jump and glide. Yeah, because uh. basically hitting their head, you had to hit their head, but
1: when you had the low jump, you jump, they go boom. Yeah, yeah, you Bling. bounce right exactly. off them. So you
2: had to like dodge roll around them. Yeah, and that yeah. was annoying too because they turned on such a dime. It's tricky because yeah. like
0: I, I remember God of War having this problem, too. Like, sometimes, you know, yeah, you want to design the the difficulty flow to work perfectly, but everyone's a little different, and sometimes spikes show up for different people in certain ways, and in those situations, just let me drop the fucking difficulty.
1: Yeah, it, and it, it's it's really interesting, like, watching his games in Tetsuya Nomura, and, like, in uh, The World Ends With You, which I finally finished uh, a couple of weeks ago, like, when you can't beat a boss, there's, like, several options. There's rematch, Rematch and change your deck mm-hmm. Rematch on easy uh, Quit And I'm just like whoa, oh, this is great And then you go to Kingdom Hearts Proud mode If you choose this You can't change anything Okay <laughs> Okay Are you sure Yes I want to play on proud mode Oh I hit a spike I don't want to play this anymore Well you just can't play this anymore yeah. You got to get good
0: I, I mean Persona 5 Same problem mm. I played no, a good amount Of the first dungeon and then, not, you, and then you, you just need to get good. Oh, I just need to get good in persona. No, in persona, bosses, no, that does not I'm, I'm teasing persona you,
1: 5. Javi. I'm being an elitist. No, I know you're teasing me, but I,
0: but I can be very specific about Persona Five. Persona Five hits a very clear problem where the the ramp up of like how much experience you need to level up mm-hmm. reaches a point where it's impractical to grind. Nonetheless, the boss is very really hard. Fucking hard. And, and
1: the re- I am teasing, but also I think like that is the um, new Game Plus. No, no, no. Game. That is that is the milieu of of the Shin Megami Tensei series.
0: Yeah. That is their
1: thing. But They're like, very dark soulsian about it.
0: I, you could be dark soulsian, but but like not with an RPG because with an RPG, it's actually mostly out of your control what happens. In the sense of like you walk into a fight, and the probability of you beating that fight is pretty fixed. It's not about reflexes. It's not about execution. Like you walk into a certain boss fight at a level that is effectively the highest you're gonna get. In that first dungeon, and it's just like you have a thirty percent chance of killing them. A lot of times, I feel I, like. I
2: hate the in persona the um the portion where everyone takes damage from like a boss's attack. Like the boss gets one big attack, it does like mm-hmm. damage to everybody. But then I'm effectively wasting my entire turn just healing everybody back up, mm-hmm. so that he doesn't target any of them to wipe Killed them down. off the team. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like I'm just playing catch up at that point. Yeah, yes.
1: it's a it's. It's what it does. And I'm not being an apologist. I'm just saying it's what it does. Yeah. But um, do you have any more to say about Kingdom Hearts 2?
2: Um, <laughs> you got through the three hours of boringness already. Yeah. Well, we're going to watch the video after this and you yeah. will see it firsthand. <laughs> and then uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 will come out. So we'll have more to say because that's Even coming three. out soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. I said that. Yeah. You said 2. I said 3. You said 2. I said 3. Two, 3. three. Three, two, three. What two, three, did he three, say? Three. Anyway. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> Boys. All right. Well, speaking Kingdom of numbers. numbers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Ah. Wow. <laughs> You're so good at this.
0: <laughs> Tell us about the seventh entry in the Ace Combat. It's series.
2: actually the eighth because Ace Combat Zero was a thing.
0: Well, it has a number seven.
2: <sighs> I know. But it's, the eighth came in the in Ace
0: Tell Combat Tell us two. about your Thrustmaster.
2: Anyway. Ace Combat 7 Whoa. came out <laughs> When did it come out? Friday Whoa Whoa <laughs> Friday, yeah, it came out Friday Like you got excited by the sunset. So Ace Combat <laughs> is the <laughs> arcade combat sim game That everyone should know at this point in time Because there's been eight games And if you don't know about it, it's the best one to play It's
1: funny that you didn't say it was a flight You just said um, combat simulator It's
2: arcade combat sim
0: Yeah, but of what? Oh, of... Uh, <laughs> of jet planes. Yeah. Of jet, jet planes, yes. <laughs> I was like, but wait a second. Arcade Pseudo combat, what? mildly <laughs> important part of its aesthetic.
2: <laughs> I, I figure it's in the name Ace Combat, but maybe, yeah, maybe it's not a
0: lot of things it yeah. be about poker anyway <laughs> it's about jets <laughs>
2: and it's about flying your jet and locking on with a missile and then shooting that missile at it's another like jet die dead kill death yeah. kill,
0: kill
1: things
2: which i i feel like there's some <laughs> inaccuracy and in some jets having to take two missiles to blow up but what who can i how can i, I think
1: one would be enough
2: that's what i think what but if
0: they have countermeasures though I, I, no, mean, no, I think no, he's like, assuming like, like he, he gets a, a direct hit, hit. Yeah, like a
2: direct hit and it says hit, not destroyed. And it just keeps
0: flying along like normal? Yeah. That's a little it's weird. Just, like it just normal? has some smoke
2: coming off of it. Yeah, that's um, a little weird. You know? The only
1: sweet thing that's a little I can bit of see the that artificial is it's, difficulty it's of it. machine guns, but if it's a missile... Wait, 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 wait. I think I'm just finally processing what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> a, missile <laughs> a missile hits a plane, a plane and the plane keeps going. Keeps flying. Not like machine gun shots. No, keeps flying.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, Ace Combat's pretty realistic, right? It's... Uh, I know it's like some alternate world shit is going on but Realistic
2: in the sense of like the planes and the graphics Yes and, But like and
0: in the world itself there's no like crazy sci-fi shit is there?
2: Not really Only in the sense of like the, the final boss or whatever it, it turns out to be is the last mission Which like in this game it's a big flying like carrier mm-hmm. uh, okay. That has drones that it like releases from under it
0: Nice You're attacking the Avengers in their helicopter. Yes.
2: Yes, but there's nobody on the carrier. It's just full of <laughs> drones that are. Oh, okay.
1: That's stupid. Computers are trying to kill So
2: right now it's this whole like drone <laughs> thing, and I don't know if they're trying to like shoehorn in something of like ah drones they're going to take people's jobs like, but even though they're not like.
0: Um, yeah, they 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 keep hitting Spider-Man. If you saw Spider-Verse.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't it's see Spider-Verse, so spoilers. It's just a <laughs> random I a um. <laughs> But yeah, this is one of my favorite series to play because just like it's fun to be a fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last entry, which Ace Combat Five, came there was a special bundle on Xbox 360 that came with a flight stick, mm. so you could play with the it was a hoary flight stick too. Mm. Um, this one I bought a flight stick for thirty five dollars. I didn't spend a ton of money on That's this because it was, is for a Thrustmaster, huh? It was on sale. Oof. <laughs> um getting excited at Babeland mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's this weird <laughs> other universe where the there's two continents Arusia and Osea and they're in a conflict and a majority of the conflict takes place in a in the sky for mm-hmm. some reason or another mm-hmm. and there's like there's this whole backstory to it which I really don't care about it just has its moments to be <laughs> it's just there for the sake of being story mm-hmm. But a lot of the You're combat there for is the just, gameplay. I'm there for the gameplay, which is flying around and,
0: so and, and, and
2: being a shape. fighter pilot and feeling like a cool fighter pilot.
0: Yeah, so a lot of a lot of like fighter pilot like ace I I, I don't want to say the Ace Combat series in particular because I'm not sure if I've ever really dove into any of the games in this series. But a lot of games that have that try to have this like dogfighting is the word that I'm looking yeah. for. Um, I find it dry because a lot of that combat ends up boiling down to like banking until they're until I'm in front of them and then shooting at them, and it seems very one two three one two three, like very like mechanical. It,
2: it's a little more than that. Yes, yeah, you could so like, that you could play it that way, uh-huh. but in reality, you want to be you need to outmaneuver them and sort of get yourself into a position behind them so that your missile I'd be does hit i curious to watch
0: you play because I feel yeah. like part of it is that I haven't figured out how the hell I'm supposed to play these.
2: So games. it's weird because the last um, flight combat sim that I played was War Thunder and that is so drastically different from playing Ace Combat because War Thunder is just strictly dogfighting with machine guns. Mm-hmm. You don't really have the option of lock-on rockets. Okay. Lock-on rockets, I feel, make it too easy. Okay. Um, in the sense of like fire and forget. Like sure. the lock on comes, you fire your rock, your missile and go about well, it. If it, if it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Sure. You did what you needed to do. Yeah. In something like war thunder, there's a lot more tactics that go into the dogfighting. Mm-hmm. So for example, like one of the strategies I was taught is you want to get as much altitude as you can, right. And build up as much altitude as you can. That way you're above everybody. You're above the fight. And then you're going to pick a target and you're going to dive on that target. Right. So you're going to build up speed as you dive on that target. You're going to fire at them you're not going to chase them you're going to fire on them hope to get some damage in and then what you want to do is it's sort of a hit and run tactic is you start using the speed that you built up and gain your altitude back
0: uh, okay right
2: so there's that sort of thing to it but with ace combat it's not it's about just like lock on and shoot the thing hmm. but it's still fun in the hmm. sense of like flying jets around and And, and going through the missions.
0: So how much of it do you think is like the aesthetic and the experience of it? And how much do you think is like, uh, like tactical (coughs) gameplay?
2: Um, I don't think there's really tactics to it per se. I think they're just like point you at a target and you got to go kill the target. Um, the only tactics are really like choosing your loadout to fit the mission. Okay. Right. The rest of it is just like. I'm a cool fighter pilot. <laughs> I am Tom Cruise in Top Gun. But do you have a wingman? You do.
0: Oh, okay. You do have
2: a wingman, and the wingman usually sticks with you, and you can like um, instruct them to do stuff with the D-pad.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
2: Uh, but it's a it's a fun game, and I'm I'm playing using the uh, the flight stick that I bought for thirty five dollars. So instead of using the controller to fly the plane, I'm using like a joystick, and it's got a throttle.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that can go a long way. I remember the first time I played. Uh, driving game with a controller with like the, the actual, like, manual, the steering wheel, yeah, um, gear shift and stuff. And yeah. I was just like, wow, this is way more interesting.
2: It's, it's way more um, immersive.
0: Immersive, yeah. You
2: know, it, it really immerses you in that experience of like, I'm a fighter pilot, like, I feel like a fighter pilot. And then it gets even better because they included a VR mode. VR! So the VR mode is really short and Small. It's only three missions. Ah, okay. It's three missions, a free flight and mode, it's very and an airshow. Separated air show. from
0: the regular game. Yeah,
2: it's its own okay. thing. I think they were trying to do VR for the whole game, but it turned out to be too much work. Hmm. So they were like, "Oh, we're in over our heads with this. Let's just give them a VR experience." And then, but is call it, it mechanically
0: that. pretty much the same? It the feels it
2: feels mechanically the same. I don't know sure. under the hood what's different right. that they couldn't do it, but it does feel like it's the same. But it's kind of cool because I remember wearing the VR headset. I had the flight stick, you know, and it's just. It's a more immersive flying experience because you get to look around yeah, for sure. as you're flying. So like if you're engaging an enemy and like the enemy passes you, you're like, oh okay, where did they go? Right. I can keep my eye on them while I bring the yeah, plane around. That
0: sounds interesting. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the basic appeal of VR to me is it's an alternative to using a mouse or a trackpad or, or an analog stick mm-hmm. that w- when they're trying to emulate like the way humans look around. Yeah. You're, as a designer, I can imagine being constrained by just being like, okay, but people can't snap around their head the way they would in real life. Right. So you have to do things about the turning radius or, the, or how people attack and things that yeah. is a little different. Like I remember... Playing a little bit of, of Hellblade in, in VR, and it was a very cool experience to have the creepy voice in your head be like "Behind you!" and actually like look, look. and be like "Oh shit!" and then dodge in that way. So I can totally imagine in in uh, in Ace Combat, it makes a big difference. Uh, but it tracking a target, it
2: thing. will give you motion sickness.
0: Ooh, okay. It will. <laughs> it, will. it will. It is something you
2: got to get used to. Because I, uh, yeah, that I was like, I played one mission. I only played one mission so far. And When I took off the headset, I was like, "I need a minute." Whew. Like, I do need a
0: minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. actually flying a jet plane around is probably mm. <laughs> has its toll on your body too. Yeah, oh, yeah. it does. And the then geez. if you think about, like, to some extent, the uh, you can only do so The
2: the barrel, the, the rolls, and all that stuff, and oh, being Jesus. upside down, and <laughs> and not knowing where up is, and that's happened a few times. It's actually this one mission. that was a really cool mission. So they added this mechanic to Ace Combat now, where your plane will ice over. So if you're in the clouds oh, ah. where condensation is and you know you're going faster the clouds, you know, clouds are water. So that water builds up on the canopy of the aircraft and starts icing over. Mm-hmm. So now you can't see,
0: <laughs>
2: right? So there's this icing mechanic and, and the way to get out of that is to get out of the clouds, sure. you know, and and have the, the water melt away. Mm. But there was this one mission where it's cloudy and it's in this sort of canyon area with like huge spires that you'd like have to dodge around. And... On top of that, there's a, a lightning storm. <laughs> so if lightning strikes the aircraft, like, the HUD goes all crazy and, and the screen <laughs> flickers in and out and your lock-ons flicker in and out. Because to some degree, I'm sure you're trying to drive by instruments at that point. Yeah, time, like, you know? at that point. And, and so that to its credit, way. you can fly with the instruments pretty well. Mm. Mm. You know, you can see, like, the little, like, where the ground is, that little, that little gyro meter that shows you where the, ball, where the ground is and where the sky is. And right. You, you can do that pretty well. Um, but it's just really cool to be like, oh, man, I am i don't know which way is up, and, and I can't see, so I have to use my instruments a little bit. And that, and that sort of adds to the immersion, too, but also the fear. Yeah, I remember
0: being in the cloud and just being like, ah.
2: That's the same mission I engage with, like, the, the enemy ace for the first time. Like, he's the guy who's like, oh, my God, he's terrifying with his skill and ability to fly a plane, mm-hmm. right? And he's in, like, the lowest part of this canyon flying around, and I'm like, Fuck that, I'm not going in there. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> like, like, I had this one moment where my ice, where my cockpit froze over, and it, when it finally didn't, I just saw ground in front of me, and I was like, "Oh God, pull up!" Like, pull up, pull up, pull up. Mm. But it's it's fun. I like it. That sounds super it's, novel and interesting. It's fun. I think if you haven't played Ace Combat before, this is a good way to step into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's for everybody. Mm. It's not for me.
0: <laughs> you didn't even try it.
2: I, um... And we got two Ace Combat games out of it. I know. I just, I'm... Um, because if you pre-order it, you got Ace Combat 5 I know. as as a pre-order bonus. I'll
1: I'll try and watch you once, or, like, maybe watch a video, but I
2: just... Oh, there's a multiplayer mode, too. We tried that out yesterday. That's a Battle Royale mode.
0: A uh, Battle Royale dogfighting? In Is the
2: like sense the of, like, top yeah, top you top have 100... 100 well, no, you... I think it's up to eight or so people. It's not battle royal in the sense of yeah, your thinking, yeah. but they call it battle royal, mm-hmm. where it's like everyone for themselves. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it just
1: means death match. Yeah. Pretty
2: much, <laughs> but it was it was fun because um, actually, Decon got really mad at me because I was using the flight stick, and he feels like that was an unfair advantage. <laughs> just got and better. I won most of the matches. So. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice, okay. interesting. Cool. Um, yeah, that's Ace Combat, and it's a good game.
0: Cool, like cool. And then I've been on going to it for a while, so it sounds like it's satisfying that.
2: Yeah, it's satisfying that. I nice. think it's just the, it's also the flight stick too to add the immersion of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Sweet, it's it's really fun. I actually showed these guys a picture of of my little setup of your
1: Thrustmaster.
2: And then the other game I've been playing is Grease, which is what you talked about last week. Um, this is this came from the fact that I have that. That lull in games And I just like Don't know what yeah, to play Yeah this is a good and this Low is, investment Yeah it's low investment And it's r- relaxing mm-hmm. Almost Like it's not Difficult in it's platforming Or it's puzzles Or anything like that It's just Sort of like You know what to do Just do the thing mm-hmm. And there's not really Too much to figure out
0: yeah, mm-hmm. But it's cool
2: um, I actually just got The color yellow Oh, okay. And I got the thing where she sings and it brings back the, yeah. the life to, th- to like plants and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just got to that point. And it's, it's it sounds amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. I just got back the color yellow and she sings. So and yeah, as you progress through the life. game, it starts out, yeah. like you said, it's very uh, gray. Mm-hmm. And then as you defeat, as you finish, finish certain segments of the game, you get colors back in the world that change the world itself. So now you have access to places you couldn't get in sort of like a Metroidvania-esque way. Mm-hmm. And then there's also skills associated with the character like where she could turn into the block
0: mm-hmm. and
2: like break things. Or she can, what is it, she can jump and do the glide.
0: There's, a, yeah, there's... And then she can swim the and then thing, the sing. Swimming and, yeah.
2: The yeah. song that she sings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been just something I go to for like 20, 30 minutes here or there and it's just re- relaxing and the How music long is, is the really game? good. It
0: sounds like it's... It's probably only four hours long. I oh, feel
2: okay. like I might be almost done with... I might be close to done with it. Um.
0: Okay. You are close. It just sounded yeah. like you One more. We're getting a little bit more probably, out of it than I
2: thought yeah. that there was. Okay. No, it's really nice. And then I like the way the color <laughs> comes back to the world and and sort of... It's a very good looking game. It's a very good looking game. And the, the music is really good too. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, very like good. relaxing. Mm. Uh, but I like it. So it's a good recommendation.
0: Yeah. It's a fun game. Are you playing it on Twitch? Yeah. I'm and playing it on Twitch. And it
2: looks good on the, the portable too. Sweet, mm. sweet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was playing like in the most... Like gratuitous 4K from, from <laughs> my from my PC. I didn't get a and chance to
2: dock it and play it actually. Oh, oh. Okay. so I've just been playing it on the, on the portable.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's. I love how we all said ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it actually like looks good in 4K, which is which is like it's a little weird for such a minimalist design, but yeah. it actually does benefit from that resolution because, like I said, it looks so good when the camera pans out and in, <laughs> or zooms out and in. That's no, really cool
2: too. The panning out. The only time I had any difficulty with it was. Um, There's that swimming portion, and then you're running away from, uh, like right before you start levels? running away from the eel. Mm. But it gets really dark. Yeah. And uh, it's too dark, like I couldn't see the character on a couple of mm. portions of it, but that was it.
0: Did, did you get scared that one time where you head down and it like suddenly comes at you?
2: Yes. That's I was like starting to go down and I was like, I was, and then it just comes out and I was like, ah. Yeah. That, <laughs> was,
0: that was like a really, like, because the game is mostly very chill, even when it yeah. has its like more tense, darker moments or whatever. And like was, the bird. Like, yeah yeah like that, that had like some interesting music playing or whatever but you still feel like mostly fine about it this is like the most dangerous thing it's doing is like blowing you away and yeah preventing you from progressing but that was like this moment of just like oh shit
2: <laughs> this that was that one moment of like oh my god am i gonna die because i went the wrong way yeah. yeah even though i don't think there's a way to die i don't think so i mm. think you just not progress yeah <laughs> good game i highly recommend it you might like it too
1: yeah i um I just forgot about it. Yeah. Like I I, I it's on the list to buy. It's on the list to buy.
2: And then the other thing I started playing was uh Bury Me My Love. Ooh. Which
0: who talked somebody talked Me. about? It. Was we it did, you? Yeah. I have no idea what that's about.
2: So this is in the same about. vein we as about those it um, last week I forgot. Oh. <laughs> it's it's uh, the story of this veins? husband and wife where you play the role of the husband and your wife ah, is trying to escape yes, um right. Syria? Oh, She's not
1: a, trying to, she's in Germany. She's going to She's in Germany now, and she's heading to Tur- Turkey,
2: right? Well, the, she's trying to leave Syria. Essentially, she's trying to get somewhere safe. Okay. Something like that. And it's this and it's whole... A, like
0: the whole thing is like a text conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's like a
2: text conversation, yeah. and you guys like discussing what her next move should be, cool. You yeah. know, and the, how she should go about smuggling herself across borders, and this and that. Mm. Um, and it's good. And my only problem with games like this is, is it's in the same vein of games like... Um, Lifeline? I don't know if you remember those yeah, Lifeline remember games. Lifeline. It's the same. The The problem I have with it is the pacing. Because if you play it in the real-time mode, it's like, oh, she's like, oh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then a certain amount of time passes before yeah. she contacts you again. Right. They try so to like, make
0: it feel a little bit, like, scheduled or episodic in yeah, that way.
2: Yeah. and But the problem I have with it is, like when it comes back it's like I'll forget about it and then not go to it and I'll see the notification but I'll forget to go back to the game or I'm just like not interested in progressing at that point in time and then I forget that
0: the game even exists they exist in a weird space where like they don't require zero immersion to get back into it right like when I was playing through Lifeline I remember being like like it, it It requires a certain amount of, like, all right, I'm going to take this seriously and, like, pretend like I'm talking to a dude whose life I'm trying to save. But yet it's trying to design itself for, like, five-minute interactions, Mm -hmm. like, basically a coffee break game at work. Yeah. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, let me step away from my computer for a bit, read this, and da-da-da. And, like, it's, yeah, like, it just just lives in, like, this weird in-between space where you need to make the mental leap to immerse yourself into that. But at the same playing time, it on phone? I'm on my coffee break. Up. Yeah, I'm playing
2: on the phone. So, yeah. so I'm kind of mad at it, play, in a sense.
0: Yeah, it kind of makes you want to play in the immediate mode. Yeah,
1: I don't... Um, it doesn't um, remind me as enough, because I... Basically, I wish I would have finished it so I can talk about it with you today, but I just
2: forgot. Because
1: it, like, well, reminds a, you once. That's the thing. Like, it sends no more, you the
2: notification. But then that's it. But that's it. it just never, like, yeah,
1: it comes the, back I to kind me. of feel it was more annoying of, like, oh, Noah's waiting like, for you.
0: it was like, escalating. No, it'd be great if it was from her perspective. <laughs> yeah. and it was just, like, escalating messages yeah, and yeah. importance where she's just I'm texting like, you. hey, I thought you loved me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <or> something <laughs> Where like she's that. like, are you okay? Yeah, like, yeah. Happened.' Yeah. But it's just,
1: like, no, you got to go. You got to remember to go back to it. Um,
0: I I actually no you can do you don't need a server for any of that shit. I'm just thinking through the implications of how to do that push notification yeah. stuff.
1: Just make it annoying. <laughs> well,
0: I saying, mean freaking Looney Tunes reminds me all the time that oh
1: you have rewards unclaimed. Come open them up. Yeah, but I, I was <laughs> That's just, where it was bugs actually, you
0: in that way. I was just way. thinking yeah. of the actual technical reality in iOS in terms of like how you'd pull this off and it's totally doable. But that, know, that that just goes to, to how
2: evaluation. I feel like yeah. that type of game just doesn't work for me specifically because by the time the game is ready to be played I don't want to be i not ready to it. play it <laughs>
0: well I think the there there it's, it's almost like it's like a micro episode almost right like these tiny 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 interactions they're yeah. um, it's it still has a similar problem I think to when we were talking about Shadow of the Tomb Raider compared to Netflix mm-hmm. which is like I don't know what I'm getting myself into right like every especially when you're especially when you're kind of presenting yourself as like potentially like a coffee break game there are times in in Lifeline where it was was hit or miss, it was like okay that was a genuine two minute interaction and now I'm done Mm -hmm. and then there are other times where it's like oh I need to, I want to read this more carefully and consider it and I think that that's a general problem, (coughs) like when when a game is, when it's not clear what you're getting yourself into by throwing yourself back into a game Right,
2: but I mean, I'll try and finish it. <laughs> I will. There's a part of me that's just like, I'll we'll, put oh, we'll on shit. But how are you enjoying
0: the actual story and the writing?
2: It's good because the moments where like you're just talking to her and, and trying to help her through like a situation, it's like there's a sort of helplessness of just like I'm literally miles and miles and miles away from you. There's no yeah. way I could help you. And the yeah. only way I can help you is by texting you. And even then, it's just like, how much does that really help?
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Of like yeah. that distance between the writing is very good. It's though. good, yeah. It's the good. Writing and is I, very good, and I and I like the whole the, the way she like sends pictures, and it feels like sort of very natural yeah, conversation. Like, yeah, and
1: yeah. like like hey like just yeah, and you could me. like
2: and she'll send emojis, and you could send emojis, and then like
1: yeah, it's just <laughs> the,
2: the way you communicate is really cool. Yeah, it feels pretty natural, but I like it. I think it's worth a, pl- a shot.
1: Okay, five ninety
2: four ninety nine.
0: Okay, nice.
2: dollars four ninety nine. I don't remember. I know, like, now I just pay for uh, mobile games because I'm like, oh, it might be a good game. When it yeah. comes to the recommendation, I'll be like, I mean, I paid $60 for the I mean, the curated game, yeah. lists on iOS are pretty good, guys. Yeah, like,
1: they are. Yeah, like, Which, just yeah.
0: curated lists.
1: Yeah, so now if you search for a game, most of the time... You'll get the game and then it'll also give you a list that there's these there's these people, I guess journalists or whatever, who like have curated lists. So it'll be like, um, emotional text adventures. Mm-hmm. And like sure. it'll say like that. But not my... on the
0: app store on the internet no on no on the app store on the okay. app store
1: okay. that's where so like, like they Florence have, they have a, a they have gadget. a front page piece on the guy that created Monument Valley and there's this whole piece about him and stuff and then yes. it'll show Monument I Valley i some of that stuff but I switched yeah it's, to re- it's really good there's
2: and, there's one that's like oh story great story based driven games and like Florence is on there yeah and, and then like and that. then most of the time
1: like because we play you know games you'll be like oh so this is if this is counted among with Florence
2: this has to be some sort of good yeah you know
0: yeah There's there's some good
2: stuff out there. Excellent. Um, We're done. Is there anything coming out? What what's coming out next? Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. um, Yes. This week or next week?
1: Just next week, Tuesday.
2: Next week, Tuesday. Just
1: a side note: I was going to get um, Travis Strikes Again. No More Heroes, but it did not get great reviews. Okay. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna play. That's fair. Was that also made by Suda? Yeah.
0: Guy, but he like,
1: was... He was... This is the first the game that...
0: well, I—I motherfucker.
1: Well, <laughs> I, 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 what I found out is that he actually... This is the first time he was a game director. Hmm. So all the other titles that are pseudo-games, mm-hmm. he was creative director. Now uh, he was actually like the... like He had all the titles right. or something. Right. So I think they were saying like you can kind of see his shortcomings in reflected in the game itself because he needs to be, I guess, reigned in a
0: bit. Maybe. I mean... Like I I get It's weird that he has Like a certain Like Cult to himself now Cause he does do Interesting things But like I like as to time, let it die As time What's, what's your let name Let it die oh, I don't think I've I heard just did the it, free one
1: Yeah but I just Didn't want to spend mm-hmm. Money on it But I liked Let it die mm-hmm. That was the one where you climbed the tower, but everything was like dirty and disgusting, and you oh, were, like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I I liked it, but like you had to spend money to like it was re- it was literally the thing of like oh you lost all your lives, uh pay for some
0: more lives, <laughs> and it's just
1: it conceptually in your head as a gamer it's just like wait what
0: yeah yeah, no. yeah I remember that <laughs> yeah. the um yeah he just he seems like a, a weird mix of like he's used to having a certain kind of production value, but he also just likes doing fucking weird things that would probably be better for like twenty minute art game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The like the more the more time has passed, the more I'm just like, Killer Seven was a beautiful fluke. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. just a, a beautiful one. People like fluke. that game. I yeah. really like that game. Ugh,
1: lollipop chainsaw. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Like yeah.
0: that game managed to be one of these one of these works of art where without explicitly like pinning the tail on the donkey, it talks about so much shit. Yeah. Like just just awkward relationship between the U S and Japan is like beautifully on display. Like it's just, ah, it's fun, yeah. fun fucking Japan.
1: Game. Alrighty, sir.
0: Um,
2: you want to talk about anything else? No. You want to do another two hours of kingdom hearts?
0: Please. Ugh please do. Cause we'll I will have no, a King next enough, week. Kingdom hearts cast today. So if you guys, Oh, you want to catch up that, on it with some can, kingdom hearts. Yeah, I can just play that. Like, that'll be my new, like, Hey Google, like play that episode of the podcast. that puts me to sleep.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> well then back on the subject of Aqua Terra and Ventus. God, no, please stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mikey, please talk about Dragon Ball Super Brawley.
2: Yay. No, 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 no. But we're going to wrap up now. Because we have to go and watch the uh, Kingdom Hearts video, yeah. And Zavi has I'm to really suffer through for the about next half this, hour. Actually. <laughs> really <laughs> excited. So until that time next week, where Zavi is going to be overloaded with Kingdom Hearts lore, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Which He's we to
0: be flocking myself throughout the entire segment. Yeah, yeah.
2: But we can all. It's a good thing we keep our social media up to date because I'm sure we've been posting a storm of stuff on our Twitter, Uh Instagram, and Facebook. (laughs) Uh, And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.